I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Jim Mori made some more prank calls yesterday, Ross. <laughs> uh, every week for the past couple of weeks, because everybody's in quarantine and we can't go out onto the streets anymore to talk to people, Jim Mori has been left to cold calling. Let's call it cold calling and not prank calling. Cold calling, cold people. calling. Just random numbers. Yes. Around the country. Do you just make it? You just go 416 and then blah, 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 blah? Like, what do you do? Or do you choose different area codes? Oh, no, it's like different area codes and stuff, but I got to stop looking through my wallet and using numbers on credit cards and other things to come up with numbers. You can't come up with numbers without looking at credit cards? No, no, but I... Because I'm running out of Numbers. Numbers. How many so numbers I'm, do you think that there infinite, are? Infinite, but like right. so it sort of triggered so my brain. how many phone numbers do you wallet. think there are? How many in the world? Yeah. Oh, my God. Just say infinite. Infinite. Yeah. What You need inspiration for a phone number? Like, just make one up. No, I do that, too. Try it right now. Try it right now. 416-789-4311. Okay, there you go. That's somebody's number, I bet. Yeah. Right? Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for giving out your number. But we can't can't be, you can't hate on us for giving out your number. One, if we don't know who you are. And two, if we don't even know that is a real number. So 416-225-7792. There we go. See? Easy. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. So what Maury wanted to do was tell a story and have people that he called continue the story. Oh, God. And see how far he could get with it. Okay. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. This is Maury with Roz and Mocha Show. And it's your lucky day because you're going to add the next couple of lines in Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. I'm going to hang up. Off to a great start. Hello? Hi, how are you? Uh, good. How are you? I'm good. My name is Maury. I'm calling from the Roz and Mocha show, and I'm randomly calling people. So I'm bringing the city together in a segment I'm calling Corin Tales, and we're going to write a story together, okay? I'm going to give you the like the start, and you're going to give me the next couple of lines that just randomly come to your mind. Are you ready? Okay. His name was John. Uh, he had just come from the discotheque the year... 1984. Oh, wow. He was sweating more profusely than he ever had in his life, but it had been well worth it. Wow. He had just met the love of his life, and unfortunately, he never asked her her name. Because he wasn't sure if 
she was into short men. Uh, he'd been wearing his, uh, his high heels that night. Once he took his heels off and shrunk down to about four foot six, he realized that he would barely reach her armpit. Hello? Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. Are you ready to add the next line to the story? It's Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. The next lines are up to you. He was super glad that he didn't see her again because he did notice that while they were dancing, she had long armpit hairs, which would have gone ahead and tickled his nose if they had gotten in close. <laughs> the man was walking alone, sad that he was not in love and as he walked down the street he tripped over something it was a can a can of chicken noodle soup (laughs) after he inhaled the can of chicken noodle soup the man grew 10 feet tall and felt like superman he held a cab jumped in and lo and behold it's the woman from the club she drove him home they fell madly in love and she ended up coming up to his apartment for another can of soup. Oh, my God. Magical. You have me in tears. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for playing Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. Woo! Yo, wow. that was probably the most successful cold call David Mori has ever okay. made. Well, how difficult was that to do yesterday, Mori? Like, how many hours did that take you? Just point with your how many hours did that take you? Four hours. Okay, we need another one for tomorrow. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi. Um, we're calling from Sunnybrook. It's Anna, Kale, Aaron, Pang. We've got a lot of girls here and guys. Love we that. all just want to say thank you guys for staying on the air and giving us uh, something to come into and a great attitude and we just love you guys and we hear everybody's thank yous Uh, I'm not going to cry today no No, don't cry don't cry you're going to make us cry cry. Um, here's the thing though you don't need to thank us if anything we as a community everybody listening right now right across the country we are thanking you and your entire team and anybody working healthcare uh, from coast to coast Because what you guys are doing is so incredibly important. What you guys are doing, uh, risking your safety and your health for the safety and health and well-being of everybody else that you're coming in contact with. Uh, That's why we are thanking you. Yes, and we we do hear the support. Uh, You know, hospitals do it all the time without thinking. And we need to also give support to all of our older population, and we need them to hear that we've got their backs. Uh, no, it is. It's absolutely incredible. And to, I, I don't know. Every, the, 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 we just have to stick together. Well, that's, I was just going to say that. I know Cut that people, through the tape. And people are throwing that around, but it, it may just be the most meaningful sort of cliche that that is around right now which is that we're all in this together and and we actually are and i know you're super busy but i just want to say this to you i know mocha said that he did not want your thanks and that's his his choice but i will gladly take your thanks because i think i've been doing a spectacular job (laughs) (laughs) 
So feel free. Oh my God. You guys never fail us. Okay. Oh my God. Listen, let me ask you this a serious question for you to maybe pass on. I know you were. For you to maybe pass on to anybody listening right now. They're all listening. Which is what can we as a community do? To help support you, what is something that we should or should not be doing to make your lives and what you guys do for a living a lot easier or better? <sighs> I don't know. Just be understanding of the people that do have to get on that TTC. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are, you know, risking more being out in the public. And for all the dirty looks that people give, the TTC drivers, like, they're also doing a fantastic job. Like, we need to, like, just have more faith in each other. We're all adults. We know how to, you know, take care of our health. We're not going to be out there infected without masks. Just we need to, the kindness amongst the community needs to come back. Gotcha. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not there right now. Yeah, absolutely. We've got it at work. We yeah. don't have it when we leave here. No, I hear you. And uh, if everybody could just listen to exactly what you just said, and and don't forget it. Like, don't just hear it. Like, actually listen to what you just said. And I think right? that it'll uh, all be over. Yeah, you know, I, we will. have to give people hope. Well, thank you very much for the call. How many people are there listening right now? How many of you guys? Oh, there's like twenty of us. Oh wow! Can you just yeah. can you do me can you just do me one favor? How much? So there, there's can you just have all of them just for just for us right now, okay? On the on the count of three, and I know you guys can't be super loud, but if on the count of three, because I think it would mean I think it would mean a ton. Uh-huh. Um, if you could just get everybody there to just say thank you, Roz. Thank you, Roz. Yeah. You know, hey, Mocha said he didn't want the thanks. Okay, I got an opportunity right now to get twenty frontline workers to thank me. All right. Okay, come here. On the count of three, we're gonna say thank you, Roz and Mocha. No, no, just Roz. Mocha doesn't want it. Okay, okay. On the on the count of three. Okay, go ahead. On the count of three. On the radio. Ready? Come on, Kale. One, two. Three. Thank you, Rob and Mocha. No, you jerks. <laughs> you like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you're playing oh backfire, yeah. son. <laughs> you better say some of that, not all of it. Uh, love you so much. Thanks. Right. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> we love you too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. No, I love the wind. Do you I, really? Oh, I hate it. I love that. You hate no. the wind too, huh? Yeah. I know a I lot of people it. that hate the wind. Who likes the wind? Do you know who? I've never in my life met somebody who hates the wind more than a friend of mine named uh, Danielle McJimsey or Danielle Graham, who hosts eTalk. Oh, yeah. I love her. She, I've never, I, she's, she first of all, Dan, wind? Danielle and her Didn't husband she just have a, are just. Her and her husband just had a second baby, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And they're so lovely, both of them. But they uh, hate but the wind? I've never in my life met anyone who, and it's not a dislike for the wind. Uh-huh. Like, Danielle hates the wind. Like, if it's, like, she won't go outside, really? and then she can't enjoy herself if there's wind. Like, she hates the wind like people hate Trump. 
Wow, that kind of hate, <laughs> like, huh? He hates the wind. It's incredible. Where I love the wind because I got kites. I got all sorts of stuff. Like I'm prepared for wind. Does she? She? I, she understands that wind is necessary. Yes. Yes. What's why? Why is wind necessary? Mark? Because it's the um. I want to say God's way of cleaning up dirt. God, you're bringing God into this <laughs> now. Cleaning up dirt. Uh, okay. Hold mm. on. Here. What if it's windy in the desert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Uh, here's a great desert question. wind is just to smoothen out the sand Maury, from where people walk. Maury, what's under the desert? What's like how far oh, down? If you swept up yeah, all if the, you swept all that sand, <laughs> yeah. what would be underneath? What, what's underneath all that sand? What's under the desert? A hidden road. <laughs> but to, to where though? Like Oh, like no, but in all honesty, like if you continue to just dig and dig and dig, continuously go underneath the sand? Yeah. Water. Like how deep is that sand, do you think? Oh, my goodness, six feet. <laughs> That's it. That's it? Six That's a lot. Feet? Six feet. Okay. That's like a grave. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. So you're telling us that the desert, all that sand, that all you have to do is dig six feet under to get to... To get to what? Water. Water. To get to water? So why haven't they done that? What happens, Maury? <laughs> why hasn't anybody done that? Okay, here, I, have a, I have a question for you, Maury. You, you've been to a beach, right? Oh, many times. Okay, so yeah. what happens, though... When you're at the beach and sand touches the water, it turns to mud. Okay, so if but all if you that- keep piling sand over the mud, the mud doesn't have a chance to catch up to the sand. <laughs> okay, but then so where's the water? Oh, it's kind of pooled underneath. But so oh, then I see where you're going with this because then it would just be mud, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, Come on, man. Read a book or something. Like, I, don't know. I own books. Yeah. Nothing on sand, though. No. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm going to have to start going on YouTube and looking up how to cut your own hair videos. Yeah. I'm getting there, bro. <laughs> I'm getting there. I was, I was like super close on Saturday to just taking clippers and shaving it all off. Really, huh? Yeah, I, I know. just start fresh. Carson Daly did that on the uh, on the Today Show last week, where he just took the razor to his head out back. But they were supposed to have some sort of big fancy stylist uh, video Skype with him to sort of do like a tutorial for him so he could see him. Yeah. But then I guess they had they had set up this whole thing on the Today Show and everything else and then they had a tech problem where the oh, stylist no. the stylist couldn't see Carson Daly oh, so he had to do it over the phone. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> but everybody's cutting their own I know. hair. I, I, everybody's cutting their own hair, man. Cuz I I texted my barber. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago just to check in, right? Just yeah. to be like, "Hey, what's up? Hope you're doing good," right? Yeah. Cuz their shop is closed now. Uh, and then afterward, like on the weekend before I almost cut my own hair, I was like, I wonder if I can FaceTime him and then he could walk me through the steps yeah. of cutting my own hair. Yeah. But I don't know how. It's tough. I'm way too the, nervous. The, the problem with cutting your own hair is this, okay, is you have to retrain your hands because presumably you're going to be cutting it in front of a mirror. Yes. And everything flips opposite yes. when you're looking at yourself in front of a mirror. Like you're, it, it's so difficult to do. It's almost easier to not cut it in front of a mirror. So everyone is going through pretty much the same thing right now with all of our hair. Yeah. And Dan Mori, if you've noticed in the past couple of days, he's been styling his hair quite differently. Yeah, he slicks it off to the side. Well, I've I've tried to sort of see what would work, and so I, I just googled 
young man 1920s hair. Like right. I just wanted to see what like it, you know, to look vintage kind of thing. So but uh, all you've, and, you've, you've just like parted it. That's all. No, but I sort of slicked it off to the side because I wanted to look kind of like proper. Right. Yeah. It's the best you've ever looked, if you ask me. So Damon Mori has been styling his hair like that at home with his husband, Damon Matthew, also being at home yeah. and noticing very much. Oh, no. Did you lose your hair? Well, because it was so long, I thought I was silent. You look like something, something straight off the Titanic. Like, <laughs> I thought I would try and style it, kind of, you know, vintage vibe. Vintage, yeah. You went way back to the 30s. But doesn't it make me look younger? No, it makes you look older, like you're from, like, 1912. Oh. No, not the Ready year. Or the Titanic. Like an, an older year, but maybe it makes me look like a younger person from that year. Oh, God, I don't know right now. I, I, well, I'm disinfecting every knob there is. Should I start with you? <laughs> Good, it's hard. The dog is going through the groceries. You really went out in public like that. You're lying. No, I did. Okay, so for 13 years that I've known you, not once do you want to look presentable, but now we're in a pandemic. We need to look presentable. Well, I'm just trying to style it because it's looking really long and schlubbish. I thought I would make it look somewhat presentable. Andy, I mean... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maury, you have an image to uphold. Yes, and I think my image is grungy. No, it's not. So are you going to get up early and do my hair every day? No, I will not be doing that. I have to do my own hair. Thank you very much. Look at this mess. Can you get used to this? No. Maybe this is my new look. Maybe I can start, you know, getting vintage clothing and start looking the part. And maybe Please don't. We don't need vintage clothing. Thank no, but maybe much. this is like, a, you know, turning a new page or an eye-opening experience. No, the book is closed. Now, you know, the interesting thing is with that, when Matthew says you have an image to uphold, he's not talking about Maury going out in public oh. as Dammit Maury from the Raza Mocha show. No, no, The no. image that he has to uphold is Dammit Matthew's husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Like everyone in lockdown, celebs are looking at ways to still connect with their fans on social media and have been doing a great job by using things like Instagram Live. Uh, our friend Jason Priestley, he's been using his Instagram to showcase some recipes like barbecue chicken wings, pasta sauce, bread making. Jason, quarantine, Priestley. Welcome back to the Ronza Mocha Show. Well, thank you guys. Very nice to be with you yet again. How are you guys today? Real good. When all this started, when we had to start self-isolating, there were a few really fantastic uh, views and a, and a couple articles from Gen Xers where the general consensus was, don't worry about us. We've been training for this our whole lives. <laughs> and, and you seem to be handling, um, aside from the couple moments of madness, but you seem to really be handling quarantine well. I'm, yeah, well, I... Uh for me, it's, I, I mean, I, you know, I've got a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old. Um, you know, your kids aren't far away from that, yeah. I know, Roz. And so for me, it's, uh, I mean, I'm just enjoying um, being cooped up at home with them. It's super fun for me. I don't know how fun it is for them. <laughs> I'm just like all up in their business all the time. And, you know, like my 12-year-old now is just like, oh, daddy. Leave me alone. I just want to watch Dance Moms. Like, uh, you know, but, you know, I, you know, I like, you know, I, you know, when life gives you lemons, right? Um, so for me, I'm just trying to like make the most of, uh, of having some real quality time with my, with my family and not having to like, you know, go get on a plane and fly here and fly there and go, uh, you know, be on the road all the time, which, uh, which I kind of feel like we are alive. Like, how are you guys producing the show? Like, 
you're in your basement, Roz and Mocha, you're in your basement. And, and is that weird? Is that hard for you guys? No, I'll tell you, we're actually in the studio. And what they've done is oh, they, yeah, they've shut down the entire building. Uh, with the exception of a, a couple of the radio stations here, and we're the only ones in the in the entire building. Like it's a huge office building, and it's it's a ghost yeah. town. There's nobody in here. And you've been in here before, wow. so you know, yeah. like we're oh, yeah. where Roz and I are sitting. We're like a safe distance apart. We have all sorts of studio equipment between us, and then uh, Maury and Shem are in a completely separate room, still in this room. So we've been like isolating yeah. since before this whole thing started. Wow. When did you decide to turn your Insta into the Food Network? Because <laughs> because it's really fascinating, and I love that we're seeing sides of people that we wouldn't normally even know existed. But you're super into food, huh? Yes, I, and I, and I always have been, and I just you know I, when when this whole self isolation thing started, I knew that you know the the best way. Uh, the, the, the way that I was going to, me and my wife were going to pass the time was by cooking. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, you know, and taking things on and like, take, like taking recipes on and, and, and things that are, that are, uh, that, that take a lot of time. Right. Um, and, um, and, and, and I, and I, and I decided that I would like post things and try to post things in a way that were funny. Uh, and just try to make people laugh because, you know, laughter is the best medicine. You posted a picture of some, like, real sweet-looking chicken wings you did on the on the grill the other day. Yeah, well, in, in my smoker, I have, you know, like, my, my backyard, um, it's, kind of, it's kind of littered with um, ways of cooking stuff. Uh, I have a pizza oven. I have a pellet smoker. I have a gas grill. I have a, I have a great big egg. I also have a fire pit, and I cook on the fire pit. Sometimes too. So it's um, like if, if there was a if there was a car uh, parked in my yard too, I would be. And I, I all I need is a banjo player, and uh, you know I could, we could be in Alabama. You know what I'm saying? You're like ready for some takeout service right now with your setup. <laughs> Do you when you're that into food and you have all that gear? Does it drive you mad when you're in Toronto shooting Private Eyes and you don't have access to all your stuff when you want it? Yes. I have nothing when I'm there. I'm like, you know, I, I but, but, but the, the flip side of that is I have no time either. Right. 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 I, you know, it's, it's work, eat, sleep, repeat when I'm there, um, which is, which is the one saving grace. Now, Jason, your wife is super into fitness. Being yeah. at home in isolation, is she trying to make you, you know, do a couple of extra squats, maybe some push-ups, maybe join her on Instagram yes. to do some workouts with her as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it, and it, uh, yes. Yes, she is. And it, and it really, uh, like, like there were, the first couple of weeks of being in isolation, we were, we were sort of kidding ourselves and, you know, the, you know, the, the, the two, three times a day that we were walking the dog and we'd go on extra long walks with the dog and go on these kind of like urban hikes and stuff. We were like, that's enough. Yeah, that's cool. We're cool. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's enough. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And let's, let's, make a, let's make four loaves of French bread. You need something to burn off, right? With those walks. Yeah, walking's enough. Yeah, we're cool. So uh, before we let you go, your, your kids are what, 11 and 12, you said? They're 10 and 12. 10, yeah. 10 and 12. So with them doing work from home, their school work from home, because I realized yeah. I realized this with my kid, is that because Roxy is 10, 
and I yeah. realize I can't do her math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like new math. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't do it. I tried to remember all the rules for long division last week, and I don't remember the rules for long division. Right? Can you do their it's, math? Uh, well, because my because my older one, I I got a quick tutorial okay. uh, with her, but I had to but I had to relearn it because they do it differently than we did it. Yeah. Because so when I when I started to try to do homework with her, I was like, oh no, honey, this is how you do it. And she was like, no, daddy, that's not how we do it anymore. I know. So I like, oh and man. Then, and then I always have to. And then I always have to fight my initial reaction to that, which is always, well, that's dumb. <laughs> She's like, dad, don't be just on my mat. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Jason Priestley, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on the Raz and Moga show. Uh, we appreciate. Season four, Private Eyes, out this summer. Does this mean because of everything, because of isolation? I know you guys were supposed to start shooting, I believe, season five soon. How far back is that pushed? You know, we we still don't know because uh, you know there's still so many unknowns, right? I, but I, I, you know, I, I think we'll I think we'll get back to shooting this summer. You know, we'll we'll get back to our show when everybody else gets back to, to, to life, right? Amazing. Jason Priestley, much love to you and your family, bro. Stay safe. You got it. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, who's this? Patrick. Uh, I was just calling in. I, I had a question for you guys. Quick backstory. I was just I was at home with my wife, completely random, and I just it came to my head, and I just asked her. I said, hey, babe, uh, do me a favor and count up by 11. Okay. And she's and she started counting up. Uh, long story short, uh, she couldn't get past a hundred without a uh, mouth to brain malfunction. And uh, and I was I was kind of curious as to uh, how far Maury could get uh, counting up by eleven before uh, screwing up. Why? What's the significance of this? Is this like a thing? Uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, oh. <laughs> Locked inside all day and, and completely bored and nothing to do, so I decided to mess with my wife, so I figured, why not? Oh my uh, God. Okay, hold <laughs> on. Okay. okay, now, uh, I, I presume when you say uh, count up by 11, you're not saying start at 11 and then go 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. You're no, saying no. count by 11s. Count by 11, yes. Right. Maury's got a wild look on his. Maury, come in here for a sec. But you have to start at 1, right? No, just start at 11. Start at 11? Yes. Okay, 11... 22, 33, 44, 55, 66, 77, 88, 99, 110, 120, no, 121, 131, 141. What's 121 plus 10? One. 31. Right. Okay, so let's go back now to 11 then. 11. Yes. 22. Right. 33. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Count on your fingers. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Okay, yeah, go. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. Go. 34, 35, 36, 37, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. For five, forty-five. Okay, go. Yeah. Six for seven for eight, forty-nine, fifty-four, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> seven for eight, fifty-nine, sixty-one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, eight. <laughs> keep, keep going. Nine, seventy, seventy-one, two, three, three, four, two, five, six, seven, seven, eight, seventy-nine. Okay. <laughs> sure. Eighty-one, eighty-two, eighty
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how you got to 90. But he did. But so did. continue. By yeah. counting 11. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. 90 plus and 11. And you're using your fingers. Yeah, I know. That's why I said your fingers are allowed here. 90, 91, 92, 93, 45, 60, 78, and one, one, 101. Okay, yeah. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 3, 8, 3, 9, 4, 4. What's your name on the phone again? Patrick. Patrick. Well, do you, where did cue uh, Maury in right now on where he went wrong? Um, do you recall where he, where it all went wrong? Yeah, somewhere around uh, when he said 45. Yeah, somewhere around <laughs> when he said 45. <laughs> what? <laughs> Real early. <laughs> 45? Yes. 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, okay. 41, 42, 43. <gasps> yeah, it's 45. <laughs> <laughs> I so, used my fingers. So, Patrick, the real answer as to where Maury went wrong was 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to read something to you I found on Reddit. Mm. And this happened in Toronto, allegedly yesterday. And going through the comments, mm-hmm. there are some people who are calling this fake and not a true story, but then other people who are like, yes, I was there and this definitely happened. Okay. So... I can't get to the bottom of this story as to whether or not it's real. Because for the amount of this story is fake and not true comments, there were an equal amount of, no, this story is real and it's happened before. Here's the post that was on Facebook that then made it to Reddit. Was taking a morning walk in my neighborhood by the Forest Hills Loblaws and noticed a few people walking out of the store with groceries. There was one man with about four bags in each hand that were completely full with stuff. So I said to myself, wow, it's actually open, but everyone thinks it's closed. I decided to walk inside, went up the escalator, and noticed only four or five people in the store shopping. Lights were all on. Music was playing smooth jazz. I grabbed what I needed and proceeded to pay when I noticed that there were no cashiers. I then proceeded to self-checkout, assuming that was the only option available. I then noticed that all the self-checkouts were closed and I decided to put all my stuff back as it was starting to feel like I was watching Zombieland. I then saw a couple that said to me, quote, yeah, the store is open, but no one is here, so we just called the police. What? Turns out those people I saw with groceries literally shopped and left without paying. What? They straight up jacked Loblaws. What? And within this thread on Reddit, somebody posted a video from that Loblaws. Which Loblaws was this? In Forest Hill. What, do you know which one? I don't. No, Does, more. See uh, what I'm, call them in What I'm reading to you right now is all the information that I have. And the video that I saw, Yeah. it showed from that Loblaws, I assume, from that one, person walking aisle to aisle to aisle and then scanning... All the cash registers, and there was not a single employee in sight. Okay, hold but this on didn't even now. make the news. Hold on, which is now. why I'm trying to figure out whether or not it's real. Because in the comment section, some people are saying yes, this is true. No, this is not true. And one person even pointed out and said, "This is not true." I go to that Loblaws all the time. They definitely do not play smooth jazz. <laughs> they play soft rock. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, listen now. <laughs> Okay, hold on here. Here's something from 
Here's something from uh, Yahoo News. A Forest Hill resident describes a bizarre scene after stopping by his local Loblaws supermarket on Easter Sunday. Oh, there's a clip of somebody talking. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on a second here now. Let me, let me pause this. Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. Somebody inside a Loblaws where there's literally nobody. No, right? Nobody. The witness said the store was lit and music was playing. Yeah. There were no customers or there was no cashiers. This is super weird. See which, uh, see if, have you called them yet, Maury? Let's find the number. If All anybody, right. can you text us right now, 925 if you know what uh, location this Loblaws is so we can call them? St. Clair and Bathurst. Bathurst and St. Clair. Okay, yeah, call them. Get at, the, at the top, it Oh, get them on the phone. All right. We're going to play a song. We'll, we'll come back and see if we can get to the bottom of this story. This is so wild. So they said, yeah, this is, hold on here. Let me just Allegedly, see the end of, let me just see the, end of the story. Let me just see the end of the story here. So it says, uh, Yahoo Canada News reached out uh, to Loblaws for comment. And then the story ends. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. So yeah. might be real. Oh, no. We're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So we're trying to figure out, there was a story on Reddit and it oh, made yeah. it to Yahoo News that there was a Loblaws in Forest Hill over the weekend on Sunday on a day when it was supposed to be closed that was just open and no employees were in there. That's the that's the sort of story. Now, whether it's accurate or not, who knows? Here's a text on 925 It's true. I work part-time security at that Loblaws. It's at St. Clair and Bathurst. But what's true? The fact that no employee... I assume that this person is saying that the story that there were no employees when the store was open, but somebody had to have opened the store. But like, like, it wouldn't have been open overnight. But like they were playing music and the lights were on. Yeah. It was just, there weren't any cashiers. So people, some people, according to this, this post, were walking out with bags of groceries because this person wrote that there were no cashiers. They went and they got their groceries. Okay. They were no cashiers. They went to the self-checkout. Self-checkout was closed. Yeah. So what they did was take their groceries, put everything back. Right. Or just left the store without the groceries. But according to this thread, this person said that they witnessed other people walking out with bags of groceries. Right. So they left without paying. So let me read you this story. Hit me. This was from February of last year. Okay. And it's in Kingston. Shout out to Kingston. Closed Kingston grocery store left unlocked. Oh, no. Shoppers paid for their items. Oh, my God. That's so nice. So shoppers walked into the downtown Kingston Food Basics store on family day. This is last year. Yeah. But they weren't supposed to be there. The store was closed, but the front doors were accidentally unlocked. Yeah. And then what happened was is that people were leaving cash at the counter for the things that they... Listen. Right? Props to you, Kingston, Ontario. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that you yeah. guys did that. That's amazing. So that's what happened. So I got to find out if this thing, because maybe maybe the doors can be left unlocked. It's Put nine, the lights it's on. 925 if you want to get a hold of us, clean, by the way. Right? When did this happen here? Uh, this, I read this yesterday. They said, yeah, so it would have been on Easter Sunday. On Easter Sunday. Or, yeah, how did this, on Sunday. How did this not go crazy? I don't know. That's why I'm saying 
when I was looking through all the comments, there were people who were saying that this is fake, but then there were other people who were like, no, I've been there before, and this is not the first time it's happened. It's not the first time it's happened. Yeah, somebody said it happened one other time before. That's wild, man. Have they answered yet, Maury? Has anybody answered their phone? No? How does, somebody has to listen to this show who works there. At Loblaws Forest Hill. Yeah, Loblaws Forest Hill, Texas. 925 if you guys left a store open and people just went in and grocery shop for free on Sunday. Oh, man. That's a- this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the story that we've been talking about for the last half hour or so is whether or not a Loblaws in Forest Hill was left open on Sunday when it should have been closed. And... People just went in and filled bags and left. But, like, all the lights were on. The music was playing. There, there were just was no employees standing at the cash the, registers or even the self-checkout. Everything, all the, the the sort of tech aspect of it was all shut down. But the Loblaws looked open and the doors were open. And so people went in and started filling bags. And then it made it to Reddit. And the story, the headline was, they just, jack, they just straight jacked Loblaws. And... How does that happen, and is it at all true that people were just casually walking out with bags full of groceries from a closed Loblaws store? And we had people trying Texas at 925 and there's not a lot of information as to whether this happened because when you started this story, it was, I don't know if this is real or if this is made up. Two texts that came in at 925 One person said that they work for security at that specific Loblaws, yes. and it is 100% true. Okay. Another person said they used to work at that store, yeah. and it's not the first time it's happened at that location. Um, so we called that location just a couple of minutes ago, and this is how that went down. Good morning, Loblaws Forest Hills. Could be speaking? Oh, hey, it's uh, Roz and Mocha calling real quick. Um, I'm sorry, I have no comments. But was the store open? I'm was the sorry, store I have open? no comments. No, but no, 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 hold on, don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang up. We're not like, we're, we just want to find out because we don't know if this is even true or not. And we just want to know if it's true. We just want to know if it's true. We don't need to say how it happened or why it happened. I'm Nothing sorry, like that. I have no comment. If you need to reach to anybody, please reach out to PR at lawblaw.ca. Okay. I have no comment. Thank you. No. So it's true, right? That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, has to be. That's crazy. People just straight up walked out with groceries. Somebody also texted in and said most of the the stores have their locks and the lights and system on a timer. And most stores forget to change the timer on a holiday. So uh, everything opens automatically when it's supposed to. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Like there's not a guy, like a part-timer who goes in and like... Unlocks the door with a big-ass key? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guess not. That's wild to me, man. One person on Reddit said, there's no way this is true. I go to that particular Loblaws. Yeah. They don't ever play smooth jazz. They only play soft rock. <laughs> wow. <Well>, okay. <laughs> because in the original post, it said smooth jazz was playing. Yes. <laughs> I know. Loblaws is one of those stores where you sometimes find yourself walking down the aisle and past somebody who's also crying while they play Fix You by Coldplay. <laughs> Yo, don't. It's a great song, bro. It is a great song, but I'm like, I don't want to hear Fix You while I'm grocery shopping. Okay, it, it makes me too sad. <laughs> right? Uh, it's too sad. <laughs> Oh, my God, what a day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So we were talking about this yesterday, um, that Loblaws up in Forest Hill that was accidentally left open. 
Mm-hmm. And we tried to get as much info as we could during yesterday's show because there wasn't a lot of info available no. on it at the time. And we called the Loblaws because it was obviously open. So the story was that on Easter Sunday, the Loblaws in Forest Hill was left open. The lights were on and the music was playing. And people were just going in and shopping with nobody at checkout and you couldn't self-checkout. So they were just straight up stealing groceries. So this is what happened when we called Loblaws yesterday. Good morning, Loblaws Forest Hills. Could be speaking? Oh, hey, it's uh, Roz and Mocha calling real quick. Um, I'm sorry, I have no comments. But was the store open? I'm sorry, store I have open? no comments. No, but no, 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 hold on, don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang up. We're not like, we're, we just want to find out because we don't know if this is even true or not. And we just want to know if it's true. We just want to know if it's true. We don't need to say how it happened or why it happened. I'm Nothing sorry, like that. I have no comment. If you need to reach to anybody, please reach out to pr at lawblaw.ca. Okay. I have no comment. Thank you. So what happened was, is that... It was, in fact, fully left open. And this is what Loblaws said officially in an email. Loblaws confirmed that the store was supposed to be closed for business on Sunday. However, quote, closing protocols were not completed in their entirety. This, quote, resulted in a number of customers gaining access to our store. Yeah. And all the headlines, I have to correct these headlines because even this headline from the Toronto Star... Customers take groceries from Forest Hill Loblaws, mistakenly left on lock Easter Sunday. No, thieves took groceries from a Forest Hill Loblaws that was accidentally left open on Easter Sunday. Because the original Not post. customers. Thieves the original took post groceries. That I read, the person said they saw people leaving with yes. groceries, right? Which is the story. But that particular individual i don't know if it's true or not whether they're just saying it to save face but the original poster said they took their groceries and then once realized that there were no staff in there left the groceries at the store left the store without groceries right but is it still thieving if because i read also that people left but also left a list like an iou how many though how many not not uh, two people i read left a list and said i'll come maybe come back okay Okay, sure and and they put their name and their phone number and their credit card info (laughs) on it too right no they did not i'll be back tomorrow anyway customers did not take groceries from a forest hill loblaw that was mistakenly left unlocked thieves (laughs) thieves <laughs> took groceries from a Forest Hill Loblaws that was mistakenly left unlocked. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Jeremy. Hey. What's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha in Toronto. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Uh, Jeremy, by the way, Roz, mm-hmm. is living in Vancouver. Oh, cool, and man. And listens to the Roz and Mocha Show on KISS Radio out there, and I assume the podcast as well? Uh, I do. Oh, I've listened five or six times. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah. I have to start off by apologizing to you, Jeremy, because you sent me an email like last month and I didn't see it. <laughs> it's all good. People are busy. And this is a super belated birthday call that we're making oh, because Jeremy asked man. for us to call uh, for his daughter's birthday. Oh, okay. Which was yeah. at the end of last month. Oh, so geez. this is like super duper late. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, where's all Jordan good. now? She's right beside me. One second. Yeah. There you go. Hi. Hi, Jordan. It's Raza Mocha in Toronto. How are you? I'm good. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. How old are you now? I'm 11. What's the best part about being 11? Nothing. No. Oh. Especially in quarantine. Yeah. What have you been doing during the uh, quarantine times? Um, Trampoline. I do cheerleading, so I'm outside all the time. Nice. Good for you. Uh, playing with my dog, painting, watching TV on my phone, basic stuff like that. Oh, okay. Have you started school yet at home? Yes. Yeah, how's that going? 
Boring. Boring. Yeah. Boring, how much? Right? How much? How much work do you have? How much work are they giving you? Uh, not much. Two no. hours a day. That's yeah. That's not bad. Two hours a day. I think. And you are can... you are you sticking to two hours a day? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't get video games or her phone until it's done. So good for oh, you. Nice. Look at you, Dad. Yeah. But it's not me. I'm at work. My wife does it all, and she's still working full time. So. Oh, Jesus, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, what's your what's your big? I mean, I was we could ask you what you you know your big birthday plan was, but what did you wind up doing for your birthday? Because obviously, there's no birthday parties, right? Uh. Well, we stayed home. We had dinner, which was. Pepperoni pizza. It was mm. homemade and root beer floats. Oh, wow. That's the best. And then instead of having a big birthday party, uh, by surprise, my best friend uh, drive by and they honked their horns and gave me my birthday present. Oh, that's, that's the, the best. best, Jordan. <laughs> that's well, so great. Uh, I'm sorry that we were calling you so late. It's okay. Past your birthday, but we just wanted to make sure that we did call you to say thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. And more importantly, happy belated birthday. Thank you. You got it. And between Roz and Mocha, Jordan, who's your favorite? Mocha because of his laugh. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and Jeremy, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Yeah, man. But I have to admit oh. something. My favorite my favorite over the show is uh, Shem. Your favorite's Shem? Oh, nice. Oh, damn. Yeah. Man. Only, only, because, only because he sounds like Scott McGillivray and who doesn't like Scott McGillivray? That's true. Ah, That's true. That's what you say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys keep safe out there in Vancouver. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you very much. You. Have a good day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So because there's nobody on the roads anywhere... People still speeding? Oh, God. And you were doing stories on this last week where it's just like an incredible amount of people getting busted. But now what's happening is, you know the cannonball run? Yeah. Remember they used to do movies about it in the 80s? It's the the trip from New York to Los Angeles. Yeah. And, Super long road trip. And over the years, people have been breaking it over and over and over again. Uh-huh. But now what's happening is people are doing it during COVID, which means there's no cars on the road. Oh, so you make that trip super fast. And so these guys just claim to have beat the cannonball run record. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, so what's the record? No, no, you tell me what you what you think. Okay, from so New keep, York from to- New York to Los Angeles. From New York to LA. Yeah. I'm gonna say typically would take three days. Yeah. And I'm going to say the, I'm going to say somebody broke the record and did it in two days. They did it in 26 hours, 38 minutes. Stop it. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? What was the speed? Yeah. Had to have been flying. Okay. So now I don't know how, they tracked this, whether they were like filming the speedometer or whatever it was, but they said that they reached speeds of up to 158 miles an hour. 158? Which is 158 like, miles an hour is 254 two? kilometers <gasps> an hour. No. I don't even think you can go that fast in a car. Can you do 250 Wait, in a car? But are there not police on... Any of the routes, yeah, that they but took? you go you go through these stretches of desert where you can pick up the speed, sure, yeah, yeah. But they crushed the old record by like an hour. 
Oh, the because old record was 27 hours? It was, 20, it was 20, 27 hours and something, oh, something wow. minutes. Yeah. But it said they were getting up to 158 miles an hour. No, that's incredible. I can't believe they that. did New York to Los Angeles in 26 hours. And when you look at these cars that they build. Yeah. So and, and they used oh, they're to custom build. So they used to do them in these like super hot rods, everything else. But that's like a heat score. Cops see that coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah. So now they use like family sedans. And, like a CRV. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and so what they do is if you look in the trunk, the entire trunk uh-huh. and part of the back seat has been converted into one large gas tank. Wait, so they use one gas tank? Yeah, or if you, from New York or, to LA, or, 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 or only fill up when you absolutely need to. But the gas tank is half the car. Well, how long would it take for you to fill up? I don't know, like, like thirty minutes. Like thirty maybe? minutes, yeah. Standing there, yeah, freaking holding it. I know for thirty minutes. I know, I know, and especially in those places where they don't have the lock on it. Like you're just standing there, your hand gets sore after a while, right? Yeah, take a break. Yeah, but no, that's what they said. So they did. They did the Cannonball Run. They did New York to Los. Angeles in 26 hours and uh, doing speeds up to 158 miles an hour. Wow, that's insane. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but uh, Andrea Bocelli um, oh my God, did so a he did a solo vocal performance um, in Milan where they just let him take over the cathedral that was uh, supposed to be closed down or is closed down because of the massive amount of COVID-19 cases and millions upon millions upon millions of people watched this um, Easter concert that he did this sort of one man show and uh, this is a little bit of Andrea It's, it's still trending number one is on it? YouTube 25 yeah. million views and it was posted up 17 hours it's ago crazy. This man's voice is just beautiful in Toronto and he was rehearsing uh, for a show that he was doing and they had him in this big sort of room and it was a full orchestra it was a full orchestra rehearsal yeah for the uh, for the concert and when I got there I was standing in the room with a full orchestra and they were rehearsing and it sounded like a full orchestra like it was loud like it's a full orchestra yeah and then Andrea Bocelli came in to do his part to rehearse and he stood in front of them, in front of a full orchestra, mm-hmm. and started singing with no microphone, and he drowned out the orchestra. Serious? No joke. Like that's how loud he is. Really? Yeah. He was. He was singing in front of a full orchestra with no microphone, and you could hear him better than any other thing in the room. Really? It was incredible. It was one of the yeah. most magical moments I've ever had yeah, in my entire voice, life. Yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I have a Drake question for you. Yeah. Because he built that big-ass mansion in Toronto that he's just, like, living in. Mm Mm-hmm. Quarantine. He's got staff there. We all know this, right? Do you think his... Does he have staff, like, living in the house, you think? Like, he has his own chef. He's got... 
are his people quarantined with yeah, him? Yeah, are they there with him, you think? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I wonder if when Drake wakes up, right, and he walks down those marble stairs yeah. to that beautiful kitchen, yeah, and he's like, I feel like having a coffee. Like, does he have staff there to make him that coffee, or is he going to the Keurig and making it himself? No, I think, that, I, I think that there's a difference between staff and entourage. I don't think he has, like, staff, like a butler, but I think he has entourage. Right. And I think his dudes are delegated responsibilities. Remember Turtle from Entourage? Yes. He was the, he was the guy that cooked every, or yeah. he, was, he drove everybody around. Yeah. I think that that's, I think that there's a and dynamic. John, Johnny was the cook. Yeah. I think that there's a dynamic within an Entourage huh. that they're delegated responsibilities. But do I think that he has like a, a butler that lives there? No. That is mm. doing all the things? No. I don't, I don't think so. Because I know he's, I know the stuff. security staff is still out front because I see yeah. videos all the time of people driving by and yeah, this, like, yeah, the security, invited me. And the, the security <laughs> staff are all like, no, he didn't. They're all like, get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drake told me I can come by to play, shoot some hoops, play some ball. Yeah, yeah. I knew somebody who uh, who tried to raise a kid in that neighborhood up in uh, like the bridal path and stuff. And the kid hated it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because yeah, there's nowhere to play. Like there's even signs, there's signs around the neighborhood that say no playing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, there's like no ball signs. Like there's like yeah, ball. like street hockey or anything? No, like there's like signs with like a ball through it with like the line through it being like, like no playing, like whatever that means. Yeah. A different they, world. Yeah. They hated it up there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No parks totally. or anything? No, but there's lots of green space, but it's, it's, I mean, it's either, it's either, it's, it? it's either somebody else's lawn or you're not allowed to use it. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want that. They don't want somebody of playing. What are you going to do? Go throw a ball around? What, are you an animal? Yeah. No, well, <laughs> come on, man. No, I was just thinking about that. Like, I no. wonder what kind of like normal thing, no, you know, no, no, no. quote unquote it's, normal things he does so, in that mansion. Like, are you picturing it like Alfred from Batman? No, not at all. Like, he just has like somebody who lives in the house that will take care of the cooking and stuff. And if he wakes up in the morning and is like, I feel like having a coffee, then someone's going to no. make him that coffee. Like, he would have a or landscaper. If goes, or if he goes into the kitchen and like makes it himself yeah of right? course of course yeah yeah, yeah yeah you think drake knows how to cook no I, i'm not saying drake doesn't know how to or cook does he this, i, I mean, think he does you know what a lot I think of people he does. a lot See, of people have been surprising me over uh, people are doing a lot of videos where they're really great in the kitchen yeah really i think great drake knows i think he does See, i he picture just him just heating to. up a michelinas no <laughs> what <laughs> Maury's live. Maury's trying to like. Uh, Maury's trying to project his own fantasies into Drake's house. Maury desperately. Maury desperately wants to have his feet on that cold marble, uh, <laughs> throwing a Michelina in like <laughs> some sort of imported German microwave that responds you to voice commands. You honestly think yeah. that somewhere in Drake's mansion yeah. there's a freezer that's stockpiled with Michelinas? Yeah, yeah I'll, and, I'll be right down in the studio in a second. He's heating yeah, up dinner, yeah. and, and as it and as it beeps, it doesn't so much make a. A, a noise as it just goes dinner's ready handsome <laughs> here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast hey did you see this list that james gunn put together no what so uh he put together a list of 26 movies oh wow 26. where the sequel is better than the original because i think that so many people feel that sequels generally for the most part, are unnecessary or pale in comparison to the original masterpiece that they are 
following up. So he came up mm. with a list of 26, 20. 26 movies where the sequel is better than the original. 26 is a lot, dude. It's a lot, yeah. I couldn't even tell you five. Like yes, the, you could. The, the one instantly that comes to mind, okay? Yeah. Actually, there are two that instantly come to mind. There's one universal one that everybody agrees on. Godfather 2. Correct. Done. Okay, that's okay. the universal one. That, that is not his number one, though. Terminator 2. Uh, no. Is that on the list? No, it's not. Terminator 2 is not on the no, list? No, it's not. And it, and, and it really should be because T2 was... An incredible movie. And it changed movie making, too. Yeah. Is yeah. Sex and the City 2 on there? No, Sex and the City is not on there, Maury. Okay, what is a sequel that was better than the original? There's another one that universally everybody agrees on as well. Don't say Back to the Future 2. No, 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 no. Okay. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah okay. Easily. So Godfather and Empire. Everybody, okay. everybody agrees on those. Home Alone 2. Not Home Alone 2. No, Home Alone One's way better. Way better. I'll give okay. you some of the other ones on the list. Some maybe. Uh, so Captain America: Winter Soldier. Oh, sorry. Can I interrupt? Yeah. Rocky Two. No, Rocky, no, Rocky One's way no, better. Rocky One's way better. Yeah, true, true, true. Okay, so Blade, Blade Two. You don't know, watch better. any of the Blade movies? No, it's no. great. He has Gremlins Two on here. Absolutely not. No, I don't remember Gremlins Two no being better than way. Gremlins. Uh, he has a Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which I 100% agree with. Okay. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, he has X2 from 2003, which is better than X-Men. The, the original. original. Yeah. Uh, Paddington 2, which I agree with, but I love both Paddington movies. Okay. Uh, the Road Warrior, which is better than Mad Max. Agree with that. Oh, yeah, true. That's yeah. Tina Turner. Yeah. Hellboy 2, better than Hellboy. Now, the one that I, my number one uh -huh. on this list would be his number seven, which is um, the uh, the Dark Knight, better than Batman Begins. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Uh, Shrek 2 is at number six. Oh my God, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is at number five. Never seen it. The sequel to The Bad Lieutenant is at number four. Uh-huh. Spider-Man 2 from 2004. So this is the sequel to the first Tobey Maguire movie. Was that Doc Ock was in that? Yes, I think so. Maybe. Uh, Godfather 2 yeah. is at, uh, uh, by the way, this is James Gunn put together a list of 26 movies where the sequel is better than the original. Okay. Uh, Godfather 2 is at number two. And number one on James Gunn's list as far as the movie where the sequel was better than the original is Toy Story 2. You know, I was just thinking about that. Were you? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say Toy Story 2. Yeah, That's a great movie. 100%. I love those movies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I guess it is easy to come up with like a list of 26. I know, but you don't movies. want to, though, because I like having the argument that sequels ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Just on my way to work right now. Oh, nice. What do you do for a living that you got to head into work? I actually work on the front line of a bank, so uh, kind of as a bank teller. Oh, okay. How busy are banks right now? Like inside? Yeah, so to be honest with you, it's pretty busy inside and it does expose you to quite a few people. The reason being is that um, a lot of the large banks have closed about 40% of their branches. So being one of the branches that are open, it's kind of like a funnel for traffic, right? Gotcha. So, How many people are you letting into a bank at once? So we have a limit of uh, 25 people, like 25 customers in the bank at a time. 
Oh, really? Um, that's even a lot. Reduced it. Yeah, it's, it's, so there's actually lines, similar to grocery stores, there's lines sometimes wrapped all the way around the building. But, wow. um, you know, we're doing our best to get as many people in as possible. And you know, we appreciate people's patience. And it's great catching up with people who are waiting in line outside. I went to a grocery store yesterday that had one-way aisles. Oh, oh really? really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had like big giant red arrows on the floor where you could only walk through aisles in certain directions. Do they have wow. employees there like monitoring to make sure? Yeah, there was people walking yeah. around. Yeah, Damn. but I'm like, I need to, and even in the freezer section. So they split the fle- freezer section in half and I'm walking down the freezer section, but I'm going one way and I need to get something on the other side. And I'm like, can I leave my cart here and hop the lane and jump over onto the other side? It was very like, it was wow. wild. But everybody was, everybody was doing their thing. Like nobody was, I didn't see one person walking down uh, an aisle the wrong way. Yeah. I, 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 I walked down an aisle and I realized I forgot something in that aisle oh, and no. I, and I didn't even U-turn. I went all the way around. I went all the way around again. So proud of you. Yeah, man. Good for you. I went. I went all the way around again. Yeah. So uh, life at the life at the bank. What do you guys do about the dirty money? So we're trying to reduce the amount of cash transactions, but to be completely honest, there's not a whole lot that we can do because there's small business owners and customers that need to exchange that cash or take cash, and um, you know. We're doing our best to keep our hands clean, and we appreciate people who are understanding to that and um, who, are, who are, you know, patient with us when we're handling the money and taking the money and things like that. So um, we're, we're taking precautions, and we have, you know, areas where people can stand and where they can't stand and barriers and kind of directing traffic. But mm-hmm. um, ultimately, it's just, you know, another one of those frontline services, essential services that we're doing our best to do everything we can to serve. Well, so. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for calling in, and uh, thank you for listening to the Razamoka Show. Thank you guys for everything you do, and, you know, your hard work didn't go unnoticed. So take All care, right. gentlemen. All hey, right, uh, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? You know, I, I've done a lot of things about this, and, you know, Raz, you're a, a smooth, cool dude and everything, but... I gotta say, Mocha, you're definitely my favorite. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, oh, just, damn, Roz. You, you can just you say Mocha. You taste ruined. <laughs> yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to talk to you about donuts, Krispy Kreme donuts sure. specifically, which I love. In the microwave, eight seconds. Mmm! Delish. It's things like just being able to dip over to Krispy Kreme. And I know you can, but it just seems like an unnecessary trip during all of this, you know? Wait till I show you this picture to uh, go along with this story that I read on Huffington Post. Okay. Because out in Mississauga, the lineup at the drive-thru for Krispy Kreme is unlike anything I have ever seen. Really? Think about the lineups for grocery stores, Costco, places like that. Yeah. Understandable. Lining up for donuts? <laughs> we're, all, we're all struggling, man. It has gone to the point where they are now using, in the parking lot of this Krispy Kreme in Mississauga, yeah. pylons are set up to help the cars navigate sure. into a line. Yeah. One step further, they now have security out there to ensure that everyone's following the rules with the way the cars you need them are going. I'm going to show you this picture. This is a lineup just to get Krispy Kreme donuts in Mississauga. This oh is an God. aerial shot. Oh my it's God. the entire parking lot that it has a Krispy Kreme. You can see there's a Staples and then there's like an Ashley Furniture Store so in this lot. They're lined up. The way that they're lined up is that it's like in the zigzag sort of formation. It's the car version of 
going through Canadian customs when you get off an international flight. Or waiting for a ride at an amusement park. Right, yeah. Everybody just sort of, you go through the loop and then you go back again and then you awkwardly pass that same car five times. Uh, One person told the Huffington Post that the first time he waited two hours oh, Jesus for 10 boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts. 10 boxes! He then went on Easter Sunday and sat in his car for three hours and got five boxes. Really? But they're also on Uber Eats, so I'm confused. Why wouldn't you just wait at home for three hours? Ah, I'm glad you asked that question, Dan Mori. <laughs> That's a first. Because not only is this happening in Mississauga, it's happening out in BC as well. Yeah. Quote, there's just literally nothing else to do. So might as well go wait for some donuts. There's one guy who talked to Global News in BC. Gets you out of the house for three hours. But you're supposed to stay home. Exactly. You're supposed to stay home because when you go through a lot of the tweets, people are like tagging like the mayor of Mississauga and Doug Ford and Trudeau and saying like we're all supposed to be social distancing. Like check out these lineups for donuts. I know. Okay, question for you. Is this every day there? Because presumably they're open every day. It's every day. This is every day. It's every day. Okay, question number two. Yeah. If you do wait in that line. This is actually question number four. <laughs> okay. By the way. What, okay, now question number five. So if no, you didn't ask for. Oh, right. Just ask your damn question. <laughs> if you're waiting in that line, are you buying enough donuts to last you a few days so you don't have to go back? Like, you can just nuke them. It depends money. on how much yeah. you love those donuts. If you want to go through 10 boxes in a day. Yeah, yeah. And you I, go through 10 boxes. I saw a guy on Twitter the other day dipping a Krispy Kreme donut into KFC gravy. Oh, Jesus, that sounds amazing. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, come on. No. Yeah, imagine that line. Okay. Oh, you did. You gotta go get, yeah, imagine you got to... Imagine, imagine somebody sends you out for the donuts and the gravy. Oh, you're waiting a that's lot. That's your day. That's, that's your day. day. That's Entire workday. Oh my God. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, WWE major layoffs. So uh, Kurt Angle gone, Rusev gone, Zack Ryder gone, Kurt Hawkins gone, Carl Anderson gone, Luke Gallows gone, Sarah Logan gone, uh, Leo Rush gone, No Way Jose gone, Epico gone, and uh, Drake Maverick is a uh, young WWE star. And this was the video that he did to fans. You have it over there, I think. This was the video that he did uh, talking to fans yesterday. And I'll tell you, it's it's heartbreaking, man. And I know you can say whatever you want about pro wrestling, but it's their whole world and they work their asses off. And uh, this was Drake Maverick talking to fans. So I just got off the phone with uh, WWE talent relations. Is Mark Carano has told me that um, as of today I have been released from my WWE contract uh, due to the current climate the current climate with what's going on in the world and I'm like everybody else where I probably didn't take this as seriously as it is at the beginning but it's affecting people's lives it's affecting people's jobs it's affecting the way people make a living. I'm very fortunate that WWE is still allowing me to compete in the NXT Interim Cruiserweight uh, title tournament, but it's it's very likely that those will be the last matches I ever have. Oh, man. There's a lot of people I'm not going to get a chance to say goodbye to that I really loved and I really cared about. If these are the last three matches I have, I just want everybody watching at home to know that you'll have my all. You'll have everything. 
Damn, bro. Right, bro? That sucks. <laughs> That's so bad. That poor guy. And it's yeah. a heartbreaking video, too. His name's Drake Maverick, and uh, you just go into his mentions, and everybody from, and a lot of vets sort of came out to comment on his on his post being like, bro, you're not done. Like, this yeah. is just, this is not forever. It's just for now, and uh, you'll be you'll be back. But, uh, man, it's heartbreaking. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, what's up, man? It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on, man? How are you? Good, how are you? Good, buddy. I just had a real quick question about your text, because I, I need to be clear on something, all right? Sure. You said, can someone please tell Mocha to stop talking when Roz is saying the news? It's actually starting to get real annoying. Do you mean yep. you don't like it when I'm talking, like asking questions or interacting with Roz during the news, or you just want Roz's voice alone on the news? <laughs> no, no, you interrupt him, man. You interrupt oh, him. I, I know what he's talking about. Across. I know what he's talking about. I don't mean to interrupt you, sir. I know how that feels. Any story that has to do with wrestling. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, is that the story, yes. sir? The sound effect today was terrible. Doesn't matter what I say. You cut me That's off right. after everything. It doesn't everything. matter what you said, right. Brody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've, been, I've been, honestly, I've been listening to you guys for about 10 years now. I, oh, I work wow, that's in, amazing. Uh, thanks, but I work in, I work in, in construction. Rob, so every morning at 6 a.m., I wake up and listen to you guys on the way to work. Yeah. And uh, it's honestly a joy, man. I'm just, I'm teasing with you, Mocha, man. Keep no, I know, brother. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question, sir. Sorry, yes, sir. To, sorry yes, sir. to interrupt. Um, so you're still working construction, right? Yep. What's it like on the job site right now? Like, is it possible to still work construction, do what you guys are doing, you guys and gals are doing with keeping a safe distance from one another? You know, it, 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 it depends on what what uh, time or uh, of the job it is. Like right now in my job, for, for example, we're at the excavation stage. So guys... To maintain a six-foot uh, distance is, is very doable. But as the building begins forming and concrete is being poured, it becomes very, very difficult. But that being said, the Ministry of Labor has allowed us builders to implement our own rules that allow the job to be safe. So, for example, on my job right now, it doesn't matter if you're six feet apart, two feet apart, ten feet apart. you got to have a mask and gloves on at all times. Wow. You, is everyone, like, starting to, like, wash their hands and stuff? more frequently especially as Roz mentioned before like before you sit down to eat lunch and you reach into that cooler to grab a drink or grab your sandwich or whatever are people like getting it now and, and washing their hands yeah it's, it's a lot different than what it was uh, just you know a couple of months ago and also, also with us we've offered water to wash up with soap a lot of construction sites don't have it we've never really had it in the past it's been kind of like an unwritten rule that no one really requires to wash their hands with soap and water uh, but now we're paying much more, much more serious detail to it because uh, you just don't want to risk it, man. It's not worth it anymore. You got to be as careful mm-hmm. as possible. All right. What's your name? And, and my name is Azir, man. And I've called in before. We've talked before on the, on, the, on the radio. Amazing. Thank you for calling. Thank you for texting between Roz and Mocha. Who is your favorite? <laughs> I'm gonna it doesn't say, matter uh, who your favorite is. <laughs> I know Candy it doesn't matter. It's Rod. It's Rod. <laughs> Rod, you got a vote, buddy. Don't worry. I got your vote, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, homie. My man, you no have problem, a wicked day. Man. You guys too, man. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Jazzy Jeff. Remember DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff? DJ, in, yeah, DJ Jazzy Jeff. DJ Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Friends? Yeah, man. One of my favorite DJs in the entire world. Don't tell me something bad happened to him. Please don't tell me something bad. He developed coronavirus-like symptoms. <gasps> no. And yeah, at the end of last month, and he's—I guess Will Smith has some new 
show that he's doing, like a, a, a podcast kind of thing. It's on Snapchat. Is Snapchat still a thing? Yeah, Snapchat's still a thing. It's a Snapchat, Snapchat series called Will From Home. Uh-huh. This is, listen to this. This is Will Smith talking to Jazzy Jeff about all the symptoms that he had when he went to get treated by a doctor. I came home from my trip, you know, like I feel like I'm coming down with something. Out in the bed, don't remember the next 10 days. Wow. And a temperature that reached about 103. The chills, a loss of smell, a loss sense of taste. Wow. Give me a flu test. They didn't, couldn't even give you a test. Wow. And when I went and got the chest x-ray, she came in said uh, pneumonia in both your lungs. Wow. Yeah, that was scary because, you know, Lynette doesn't panic and she called me with the panic vibes. Yeah. So I just immediately called D. Nice to see if he would be available. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a DJ. <laughs> oh, no, come on, man. I ain't ready yet. People think that we're at the end and I think we are really at the beginning. Oh, right? man. Isn't that crazy? Uh, that nuts? And that's, that's the thing, too, that... Uh, I, because when you start looking at the numbers of just the ages of the people who are affected and don't survive uh, corona, the symptoms are sort of not front and center. And the one crazy symptom about all this, and there's a ton of videos, is that you lose your sense of taste and smell. Yeah. And there's people that have done videos that have tested positive coronavirus, younger, who are in their early 30s, who are still relatively healthy. Their symptoms aren't that extreme, where they're like downing bottles of hot sauce and, and eating, not and eating onions and nothing and not even feeling wow. it. Wow, that's scary, they're, man. Yeah, they're like, everything just tastes like nothing. Like you lose complete sense of taste and smell with yeah. it as a, as one of the symptoms. Yeah, which is nuts. But I guess Jazzy Jeff is oh, doing okay now. Thank God. I'm not 100% sure. I love that sure. man so much. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's crazy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Isolation got people extra funny on the internet. Uh, DJ Khaled posted a photo on his IG the other day. And it's two shots. One of him with like a fresh lineup, fresh haircut, looking good, yeah. right? And on the right side of the screen is a picture of what he looks like now right. with no haircut yeah. and like super bushy beard, unbrushed, yeah. like just looks like he just woke up, right? I know. And all the grays come in and too. all huh? the grays, right? Yeah. So what Khaled posted was, I'm going to figure out a way to get a haircut, LOL. <laughs> and then somebody said... <laughs> On that picture, DJ Khaled went from we the best to we depressed. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Woo. Uh, damn it, Maury, come in here, my love. Have you seen Maury's hair? Because hmm? he can't get a haircut, so he's started to style it differently. Oh, yeah, look at that. I'm trying different things. Like, I'm Googling things to see what would be best, and uh, I'm trying to do it myself. Like what? So once I, I Googled young um, 1920s boy hair. Right. And then I tried that, which is sort of parted to the side. I think, don't you think he, he looks like his dad now, huh? Doesn't okay. he look like Frank? Can I just yeah. say something? Big time. This morning I like looked it, in the mirror and I said, oh my God, I look like my dad, Frank. You do. That's how Frank wears his hair. Yeah. Like you look just like Frank. But this isn't what I wanted. What did you want? I wanted it slicker back. I wanted to look like one of those like Italian mobsters. 
Is that's not racist, is it? You look like somebody who was killed by an Italian mobster who owed somebody money. <laughs> <laughs> like but you I look like the guy. Look like the guy that wears the leather and says A O O A. No, but it's just Tony Danza. <laughs> No, but I you have the boss. What? What? No, I Tony, you know where it's Tony like, Dana, he oh, says, hey, no, oh, hey. Give me my money or your knees get okay, it. Okay, enough One of that. What product are you using? Um, it's actually all I have right now, and it's not the right thing. I'm using um, beard cream. Excuse me? I'm You're using, using beard cream in your hair? <laughs> in your head hair? Because <laughs> I'm like, well, let's try this out. So it's it's for it's to hold your beard together. Right. So Wait, I'm, why don't you just go to shoppers and get like... Hair gel or mousse or something. Because I don't have five things on the list to allow me to go to the grocery store for right. my husband. So, so you're, you've slicked it back now. So you, what are you doing? Like I want it to look like this. It does look like that. No, but lower. I, it's poofier. I don't think you have as much hair as you think you do. Yeah, no. What? Definitely I got a full not. Also, also, when your hair's got that wet look right now, I can totally see your scalp. Like uh -huh. a lot of your scalp. Because well, no, your hair's thinning, right? No, it's not, not thinning. <laughs> no, the beard Stop, stuff grouped troll. it together. Uh -huh. And okay. I have a booming head of hair. Yeah. Okay. So what what what's on the what's on the how does Matthew like this look? Absolutely hates it. Why? Because I look like my dad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, you really look like your yeah, dad. Yeah, if you just yeah. grow a mustache right now, you are full on Frank. Yeah, Matthew's yeah. like, if I wanted to marry your dad, I would have married your dad. Do me a favor, go like this right now with your finger. Put your finger over where your mustache goes. Right? And just hold that for one second. Let me just get a look at that. And yeah, that looks exactly like Frank. <laughs> exactly like Frank. Oh, no. It's really wild. That's yeah. not good. Do you look like your dad? No, uh, not no, really. Because my no, dad no. doesn't, he doesn't have a beard. Yeah. See, I didn't look, I don't really look like my old man either. But you look exactly like your dad. Like, it's freaky. Like, oh, there may I be a point when, the time. when you're older, like, you guys may, see? like, you're going to become him. Like, does it, when you look at your dad, this is the weird thing about looking so much like somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, when you look at your dad, do you see the future? Like, do you see you this? Because that is exactly say, what you're going to look like when you're old. Oh, I often look in the mirror and I go, this is what my dad could have been. <laughs> <laughs> see, but the thing is, even his friends think that because his nickname, Frank, is my dad. His nickname at work is Mort. Right. And they call me Little Mort. Right. See, but I wonder if your dad looks at you and goes. Wait, so at work here, you are damn it, Maury. Yeah. For Frank, at his work, he's damn it, Mort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mort. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder when you look so much like somebody else, like if your dad sees the resemblance as well, and if he looks at you and just thinks like, God, I was in way better shape than he was at 40. <laughs> you know he what I mean? Though. Yeah. He was. I have pictures of my dad at 40, and, yeah. and oh, man, no wonder the ladies loved him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't the hair. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't know what pizza nuggets are. Pizza nuggets? Yeah. Oh. This is like one of those things that you just discovered. I was watching a video with Lizzo where she was talking to fans about new music and stuff, and then she realized that she forgot her pizza nuggets in the oven. So so here, listen to this. Play this, and then we'll discuss what pizza nuggets are. I've been working on in my studio with people, so, and I have songs. I'm really excited about them. And maybe when they get a little bit more finished, I'll play them for you So I might give you little snippets, because I know every artist, is, oh my God, my pizza nuggets. What the hell? My pizza nuggets, bro. Oh, I left them in the <laughs> so again i don't know she's very concerned about her pizza nuggets but i'm like what is a pizza nugget and i think so there's one company that i can find a company called tyson and 
it looks just like a chicken nugget. Yeah. As opposed to looking like a dumpling or 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 like a sausage roll or a uh, like a panzerato. It doesn't look like that. Like it looks just like a chick regular chicken nugget. But it's not a chicken nugget. But I guess on the inside is pizza stuff. Inside of a chicken nugget? N- yeah, but no, I, I I don't. Or it's like a little. A, a tinier um, pizza pocket. I don't know. No, it's no, yeah, it's no, no. It's, it's it's a, they're like pizza flavored chicken nuggets. What? You think that's chicken on the outside and not dough? No, no, no. It's dough. It's it's pizza flavored chicken nuggets. But there's no chicken flavor. No, there's it's a chicken nugget. But they've managed to make chicken nuggets pizza flavored. Wait, but but not made with chicken. So maybe we should remove the word chicken. It's a chicken nugget. That is pizza flavored. So with chicken. With chicken. Okay, Man just it's said it's just a chicken nugget. Mark. I literally just said. Like 10 times. It's a chicken nugget. <laughs> Say it back to me just so I know you get it. So it's a chicken nugget uh-huh. filled with pizza. No. No. He never said filled. I never said filled. Oh, just pizza flavored. Yes. So pizza like Pizza flavored. So chicken nugget with pizza sauce. No. Oh my God, Mark. No. Are you not? Li- okay. <laughs> I'm like this close okay. to turning off your microphone and asking you okay. politely to leave. Okay. 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 So it's a chicken nugget. Yes. Okay. That. Oh, here, let me explain it this way to you. Take a potato chip. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have a ketchup potato chip, you have a dill pickle tip potato chip, and you have a barbecue potato chip. Yeah. All of them are potato chips. That's right. All of them taste differently. That's right. What makes them taste differently? The, I guess the seasoning. Okay. So this is a chicken nugget that tastes like pizza. Well, why the hell didn't you just say that? <laughs> why didn't I? Yeah, I apologize for being so confusing, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. What is your name? Robin. Hi, Robin. How are you today? Good. Well, not happy. Oh. First time leaving my house in a month. Got to go to work. First time in a month. I got to scrape snow off my car. Yeah. How is that fair? What do you What do you do that uh, you're being called back to work after a month? Uh, I work in a school and I have to go in and do some paperwork. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Just for one day. One day. The day it snows. Yeah. How is that fair? Okay, I, but hold on a second, Robin. It wasn't like a major dump of snow that fell okay, that you got to shovel the driveway okay, and you got to brush a I'm ton of snow off your car. Fading. Like, listen, my tan is like peeling as we speak. Because I went away. This is the first time leaving the house since I got back. When did you go away? You went away for March uh, break? Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Listen, it was time to go. No, they said it was time to stay. No, I left I left on the Thursday, the 12th, just before they closed the border. And let me tell you something, okay? I, uh, yeah. I was also supposed to leave on the 12th on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay? But Robin, that was like the yeah. week. We knew. We yeah. knew then. We knew. Okay, listen, I needed a break. I really needed a break. I Guess what? We all what need a break. We all need a break. <laughs> Who did you take with you on this trip? My, my husband. It was his birthday, so we went. So what? Who cares? <laughs> okay, but seeing the way the news is right now and all these deaths and how many people are, are, are getting COVID every single day, those numbers are, are like way up there every day. Where did you go? We went to Mexico. There was only five in the whole country, and nobody was near where we were. I know, but like, come on. Where? No, people that, you make that, me. That's, ang- that's all they Thank, knew. I, lo- I love you for calling in and for listening, <laughs> but people, you make me angry. Okay, where? Okay, where, but we were safe. Where? No, you weren't. Where in Mexico? Yeah. Where in Mexico were you? We were in Ixtapa. Ixtapa. It's beautiful in Ixtapa. Oh, it was. Oh my yeah. God! I'm so glad I had that week before I came back to this. <laughs> but were you worried or scared about getting something no. or getting somebody else sick? No. 
You weren't at all, huh? No, listen, they, nobody at the resort was talking about it except the people coming in. Yeah, but, no, but, but the government in Canada were advising people to cancel their March break and saying, here are the projections that we see. Here are the cases that are slowly in, climbing. In all fairness. That was Friday, in, though. In, all, Friday. in all fairness, yes. On yes. right before that Thursday, Doug Ford was mm-hmm. still telling people to go enjoy March break. Right See, before that. I was listening. No, sensible humans canceled their trips. Okay, now you sound like my children. Right. Oh, my God, and you have kids at home. <laughs> yes. Girl. Okay. Sensible people knew what was coming, and they canceled their trips. Okay, but you know what a great time we had? Yeah, I'm sure it was wonderful. <laughs> you may have, and on that tan's feeling. I know. You, may, you, may have, you may have got the last vacation to Mexico ever. Oh, I did. They closed the borders. People who were there that were staying longer than us had to come home with us. Yeah. Really crammed on the plane coming back yeah yeah yeah. oh poor you (laughs) (laughs) so then you quarantined for what 14 days 14 days yeah and then i still we still didn't go out yeah Uh, my husband's a bit older than i am so he's not supposed to go out so for the sake of everybody we just stayed home i mean we were good for food and everything and you know the kids came by did a drop by on the front porch your husband you said is older and shouldn't be out anyway right right (laughs) your dumb asses should (laughs) have stayed home for march break (laughs) You yeah, went on March break. You have kids. You didn't even bring your kids. <laughs> no, March I break. Listen, I bring kids. I, I listen. We're out uh, there. Okay, okay. But I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, we had the best time. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I love stories like this. <laughs> oh man, Robin. Okay, well, yeah. enjoy enjoy your first day back at work. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. Later, well, okay. girl. Okay. Bye bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Carly, how are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Oh, my gosh. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. You sound so smart to talk to us. Did you not know you were going to be a part of FML today? Well, wait, listen, man. Like, I uh, thought this was not real for a little bit there. I was like, this isn't aw. real. This is not happening. <laughs> uh, so, Carly, you wrote us this. Ron Zamoka fixed my life. Started a new job right in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis, and I'm pretty much faking it till I make it. Wow. They yep. threw me into the job at full speed with little to no training. Wanted to see if Ron Zamoka had any words of wisdom for for me. Is this something that you feel that you're qualified for or unqualified to do? No, like definitely qualified, okay. but probably not as qualified as they should be. Oh, right. did they know this prior to giving you the position or is it because they're in need of employees right now because of what's happening with COVID that they mm-hmm. gave you the, the, the new gig? No. So I, uh, I've been with the company for a really long time. So like okay. I'm going on eight years at the company. Okay. So I kind of just built my way up through the company and, uh, and normally in the position I'm in, it's like five years of experience, but like five years ago I was still in school. Like I was in university, so I clearly wasn't getting the experience, but they kind of took a chance on me, I guess, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, which is great and awesome. Super thankful for it. But yeah, it was definitely not the start that I was expecting. And I don't think they were expecting it either. So they were just like, all right, Carly, but how are you doing, do? like, day-to-day right now? Uh, you know what? Honestly, like I told you, I'm faking it till I make it. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, the, like I'll like i get a random question from someone, and I'll just be like, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, which is, which, is fan- which, is, and- <laughs> which is fantastic. And we've talked about this with other people uh, who have called in with sort of, you know, job questions or career things or they're stuck. And 
the advice and sort of philosophy that I've always had is I never chase money. I never chase success. I never chase status. I never chase position. The only thing I chase and have always chased is opportunity. And everything that I do is just always preparing me to be able to pounce on the next opportunity. And when opportunity, the only advice I can give is that when opportunity presents itself, you just better bloody be ready. And that is everything that you sort of owe in educating yourself in what it is, the thing that you want to be great at and what's going to sort of give you that feeling of purpose and what's going to sort of give you that feeling of responsibility. And yeah, the great thing is, is that somebody took a chance on you. That is an opportunity that very few people get. And so you're not flubbing it and you're going into it full on and you're faking it till you make it is the exact right way to go. But at the same time, Carly... You don't have to say where you work or what it is you do, but do you have at your fingertips the available information to be able to learn to do what it is you've been hired to do? Yes, oh. that I do. All right, so you're good. <laughs> you all you already know how to do it. You just oh, you just you, awesome. you've just never done it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is and that- you have the resources available, so use every single bit of resource that you can to learn. You know whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish right now. Yeah, you guys are right. You know what? That's awesome. Uh, you know what? This is awesome. You guys made my day. <laughs> no other with, words with, with a scaled back office right now, I don't know if you're working from home or if you're going in, you don't have to say, um, but with having things kind of scaled back, you have a little bit more time to do your own independent research on what it is that other people are depending on you for and expecting from you. So use the time that you have right now to learn every single thing about what it is you do and how you can contribute to the company that you work for. Yeah, you guys are so right. And you know what's awesome too is I have a great team. So they have like a ton of mentors for me. So I'm constantly reaching out to like, they're my main resources. So it's kind of great that I got that too. And normally, one of the great things about everything that's going on with coronavirus right now is that the world of sort of cynicism to me has subsided a bit. I thought that people were going to be a whole lot more cynical, especially when it comes to meetings or how people are functioning at work or online or or whatever it is. But people are sort of chill and a little bit of kindness and patience uh, is being displayed in areas where you don't normally see kindness and patience. And the position that you're in now with having to go through this promotion in the middle of COVID is everything is so, everybody has so much crap that they got to worry about. People aren't looking at you right now going, oh God, why did she get the job? (laughs) You are in an incredibly fortunate position right now to be getting a promotion. Like everything about it is perfect. I no, it's a nuts time and it didn't happen the way or at the speed that you maybe thought it was going to happen. But man, this is the perfect opportunity to take full advantage of. Yeah, you guys are so right. Take advantage. Use the resources, Carly. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. You guys make my day every day. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Between <laughs> Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I'm sorry, Mocha, it's Roz. Why, why, why'd, your, why'd your voice just shake when you said that? Like, it was hard to say. <laughs> I love you both. Like, it hurt I a love little. you both so I don't know, much. Carly, sounds to me, me. Like, you try, like you're faking until you make it. <laughs> That's the motto for 2020. <laughs> Carly, all the best to you. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
I'm uh, going through Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, goop list of uh, all the things for Mother's Day that she's recommending you buy. Mm-hmm. She still sell all that candle that smells, smells like, like a her? vagina. Yeah. I, or is it still no, sold I, out? I, I think they. I think they still sold. I think it's sold out. Oh. But uh, it did very well, Elton by John the way. Two cases. Yeah, Elton John bought two cases, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Great supporter. So Goop's extravagant Mother's Day gift guide. Okay. Um, the whole gift guide comes out to $82,000. Not that you're supposed to buy everything because there's Come like, on. there's multiple things uh, that are sort of similar. Grand? Yeah. She's got some really good pans that I would love on there. I'd like this stuff for Mother's pans Day. Or pans. pans uh, oh, like okay. cooking, cooking pans and okay, stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but there is a uh, there's a thirty thousand dollar Cartier watch. Yeah. A twelve thousand dollars vintage Hermes Kelly bag. Who's her clientele? Millionaires? Well, I don't know. It's not regular folk. Oh, we haven't even got to the best part yet. There's the best part still? <laughs> oh, son. <laughs> so there's the um, the Detox Ultimate Dry Brush. It's featured uh, heavily in there with some detox bath salts. That's also real good. There's a not safe for work 450 piece puzzle that is just boobs. <laughs> yeah, we have a mug at home that I think Roxy got it for me for Father's Day one year, where it's just all boobs. Really? Yeah, because boobs are hysterical. Uh, yeah, we have, and we all use it. It's but it's such like cartoon boobs, like it's little drawings of boobs, yeah. right, on it. Yeah, we I'm use it all. The, we use it all the time. Has anyone seen my boob mug? Yeah, yeah. And I had it. I had to do a Zoom meeting last week, and I was having a coffee, and I realized I was drinking out of the out of the boob mug. And? Yeah, no, nobody said anything. Oh. Nobody even caught it. <laughs> but keep in mind, this is for Mother's Day. Yeah. Okay, so this is. Like gifts that you would give to your mother, your like your maybe your grandmother. Like this is a gift for mothers, sure. right? Like this isn't a, an anniversary gift guide. This isn't a. It's not romantic. It's not romantic. But on the gift guide for Mother's Day is a vibrator necklace. <laughs> <laughs> For Mother's Day? For Mother's Day. <laughs> I was supposed to buy this for my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No, that ain't happening. You're, you're not getting your mom no. the Gwyneth Paltrow no. vibrator necklace? Nah, I think I'll, nah, I'll no? skip that one. How much is that watch again? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you know who Kenneth Copeland is? Should I? The televangelist from Texas. Gets pretty wild and crazy. Oh, yes. And very loud. Yes. Very, very loud. Yes. Uh, Lately, I mean, topical, COVID-19. But to him, to Kenneth Copeland, he believes getting rid of COVID-19 is as easy as uh, blowing it away, believing in God, (laughs) praying it away. Right, yes. So he did this crazy, I say crazy, maybe you're a follower I won't call him crazy. Who, <laughs> me? But he is like on his website and YouTube. He's still doing his thing, right? Yeah. He can't have like his people show up at the church or the stadium, wherever it is he's he's at. But he's got like, it's him and like his crew, everyone staying a safe distance away. He's a, he's a mega church guy, right? Like one of these. Like yeah, a mega yeah, on I mega. Gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So I'm going to play for you the original clip because somebody took his original clip and turned it into a remix song. Okay. All right. COVID! 
That's him blowing it away. I blow the wind of God (laughs) on you. On you. You are destroyed forever. You are destroyed forever. And you will never be back. And you will never be back. Doesn't work that way. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our God. Let it happen. Let it happen. Cause it to happen. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work that way, by the way. So somebody on YouTube who goes by WTF, bruh, <laughs> did a remix of Kenneth Copeland's sermon. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. How long until somebody combines this with the Cardi B remix? Oh. Like, could you do a remix of the remixes? Oh, my God. Right? Because I don't, I mean, I do like this one. The beat's good. The production's real good. But the Cardi B one's still the best. Yeah. Right? The Cardi B coronavirus one is, is still the best one. This is like right up there, though. It's right. It's very close as far as the production goes. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. Oh, my God. What's up? Not much. How are you guys? Good. What's your name? Melissa. Okay, here's what Melissa sent to us, Roz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to your podcast every day going in and coming home from work. I am now on mat leave, and whenever I play your podcast, my baby seems to recognize your voices. He's happy as a clam when your podcast is playing, and mommy's happy too as I feel like I have some part of my routine back. Love you guys. Keep doing what you were doing. So... Melissa, first of all, yes. Congratulations on on your little guy. Thank you so much. What's his name and how old is he now? Um, his name is Aiden and he's three weeks old now. Nice. And how are you? I'm okay. To be honest, it's been kind of hard because um, with the isolation, I haven't been able to see any of my family and my friends. So listening to your podcast kind of gets me to feel like there's something normal going on. Yeah. Despite everything, so. It's really helped me get through it. The baby's happy when he hears you, so I'm happy. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Have you been, like, FaceTiming or Skyping or yeah. anything like that with yeah, your family? So yeah, we've been FaceTiming. Like, none of the grandparents or anyone in the family has met him yet, so we're trying to keep them happy by FaceTiming, but it's just not the same. And I know. he's already three weeks old, and I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to go on for, so I don't know when they'll meet him. But, like, I, I'm a nurse. And, like, obviously right now I'm on maternity leave, but I can't stress how important it is for everyone to stay home. I have so many colleagues who are going in every day 
risking their well-being and their family's well-being just being at work. Yeah. And it's really hard. I feel so bad for them. So please, everybody, stay home. Keep the frontline workers safe. I went to see my mom this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, I par- she lives in an apartment, and I parked yeah. in the... Uh, like on their driveway and she's like nine floors up and she just went out on her balcony. Yeah. <laughs> nine floors or oh, whatever it is. I know. And we were like yelling back and forth uh, <laughs> at, e- at each other. It's tough. Dude, I haven't seen my family in well over a month yeah. and uh, much like you, Melissa, like FaceTime is an option, but it's not the same. No. Right? Yeah. And like my wife, Jenna, she's super close with uh, both her mom and sister and yesterday her mom came by and sat in the car on the driveway with the windows up on Bluetooth while Jenna was on her phone standing, like, on the other side of the driveway so they could, like, see each other, but uh, talking talking on the phone. Yeah, but that's the way it goes, too, because even if you're, like, even if everybody is just at home and nobody's really going out, like, you still can't have people come over. Yeah, at all. Like, at all, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. just the, that's the way you got to do it, and I can't imagine doing it with uh, having to go through all of this. I mean... To be honest with you, having a kid that's three weeks old, you sort of go into a vortex anyway where yeah. you know, the, the world just stops. Like maybe this is the best time to, to, to have a three-week-old at home. Like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it is, you know, because you're not missing, you're not missing anything. But um, we, we contemplated on doing like, you know, having the parents come over and like see them from the other side of the window and stuff. But I think it's just going to be so hard because they're just going to want to hold him and everything so i don't know I no don't know you should do. Do, you should do that you should do a viewing through a window like like old school hospitals remember in the movies when yeah, yeah, when yeah. you go and there's the baby room oh yeah right those don't <laughs> exist when i had a kid i was i was heartbroken that those things don't exist uh you know you should do you should do a viewing just put it in like the bassinet wheel the bassinet to the back window have your family yeah. or one at a time just you know come to the come to the the back window and take a look at the kid that's true yeah yeah do that. That'd be fun. Hey, Melissa, thanks very much yeah. for reaching out. And uh, more importantly, thank you for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show. Thank you guys for everything. You guys really make like us all really happy during a time like this. So keep doing what you guys are doing. And between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, sorry, Raz. It's going to be Mocha. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. That's great. Congratulations on the baby, Melissa. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So there's a recycling company, and I think it's like Huron, Blue Water Recycling, okay, Huron, Ontario, where they're reminding people, and this is a good time to remind everybody, not just the people in Huron, but everybody. <laughs> this is their warning. Please don't put swords in the recycling bin. You say swords? Swords. <laughs> Wait, are people in Huron, Ontario? Dude, everybody, everybody has swords. Putting swords in recycling no, bins? Yeah, so they say this. Just because something is made of metal and may perfectly be recyclable at a local scrapyard does not mean that it's acceptable for your blue box. <laughs> How many uh, swords sword, are they collecting every week? The, the sword that was found, it was found before going through the machinery, or they say it could have caused extensive damage to you the think? machines <laughs> and, and serious health and safety issues for our employees. Well, Secondhand yeah. stores, are, they're recommending, are a great option if you're looking to unload a sword. Are you now, is this a, because one you never person? never own a sword? Yeah, it's one person. I'm sure it's one guy tried like to recycle a sword. One person put in a sword. It's not like every single week during pickup. No. 
They're like, oh, here we no. go again. Another person leaving no, their sword. But th- my brother was a sword guy for a long time. My brother had a, had a really extensive saw, sword collection. I saw oh. a photo of this thing. It was yeah. like a, one of those, what they, uh, like a medieval thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swords used to be hot. Like it was a, it was a, it was kind of like a pickup thing. Like what did people, your brother do with all the swords? He, you said he, he used to he, have them. Yeah, he used to have them. He I don't know what he did wall. with them. I don't know what he did with them. No, here on Ontario, I don't think they're on the wall anymore. But no, it used to be a thing. Like you'd walk in and like you'd be like, oh my god. Like dudes would be like, oh. It's got some swords and like women would be like, oh, like it was, it was, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you like that, like that was a hot thing back then. Got a ninja sword, right? I've never owned a sword. You now, never, did he have variation of swords or did oh, he yeah. have like a particular style of sword bro, that he liked? Bro, no, he had like, uh, he had multiple swords. Really? Like it was all sorts of, he had so many ninja swords in the house. Like he could have gone to battle. You usually hang them on the wall yeah. with like a oh, flag. They were all displayed. He had like racks for them. Stupid question. But yeah. where do you even yeah. buy a sword? Like... So honestly, in excess, like what your brother had. Okay, honestly, I because I bought my brother a few swords over the years as you gifts. Did? Yes, what do you buy them as gifts? A sword stores. <laughs> no joke. actual sword stores. Yeah, no joke. Like you would go to like, like swords are us. Like literally, you go to like a like a martial arts store. A lot of comic book stores used to sell swords. The, yeah, because it's all nerds, right? It was like all, real swords, like sharp swords. swords. No joke. Like um, kill a person yeah, sword. I'm not even lying to you. Like kill a person sword. Yeah. Because I always you could just wondered. go in. You could go in, and you know, like pre nine eleven, you could take that thing on the subway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> nobody, nobody cared. So anyway, oh, larping in the park. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was like an aphrodisiac. Like it was a pickup tool. There was like the, he, the store on Queen these. Street that sold posters and swords. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, you could. You never, you never been a sword guy, huh? No. What about daggers? Into daggers. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I love this part of the podcast. Me too. Hey, Mocha. You ready? Of course. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 news break. Just going through this story and uh, wait times in California. Uh Uh-oh. One grocery store had a line of cars out in front of it mm-hmm. in Van Nuys, California. Oh, probably like a Whole Foods. stretched a mile. Really? Yeah. There's a mile long wait. Just to get into the parking lot? Yeah. Damn. Oh, God. Yeah, these lineups are insane, dude. Uh, uh, Netflix dropped the bonus episode of Tiger King, which I think was a huge mistake. Same. It was boring as hell, man. Yeah. You know, when you want more of something because it was just like, oh my God, we all binged on it. And yeah. it was it was this sort of mysterious, weird, quirky thing that we all kind of talked about and everybody all watched at the same time. And then they did the bonus episode last night from Quarantine where Joel McHale went uh, did Skype interviews with a lot of the key players from the show. And it sort of ruined it for me. Yeah, completely. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. boring. I watch the whole thing, but it makes me it makes wrong. me it makes me not like Tiger King as much anymore. Mm, like the gotcha. experience watching that. Yeah, I know it's, it's a big letdown. The yeah. one tonight will be way better. What's that one? The one tonight TMZ and Fox, and it's more of an a, an investigation. Right, that's on Fox. At what time? Uh, my understanding is it's nine p.m. Go f- can you find out? Yeah, thanks. They're dropping that at nine o'clock on Netflix. No, 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 no. no it's not be on Fox. Oh, it's on Fox. Yeah, I it's, it was it's, on Netflix. no, it's a Harvey Levin TMZ. Oh, I ain't gonna watch Fox that. Fox collaboration. You know what? La- you're right. Last night, yeah, it ruined. Yeah, and so whatever is airing tonight, yeah, I don't care about. Yeah, 
Yeah. Anyway, so uh, this is a little bit of uh, of what went down last night. And shockingly, um, one of the big revelations that came out of it was that Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, was actually afraid of tigers. You know, the one thing that wasn't pointed out in the docuseries that's really important to know, too, Joe was terrified of big cats. He was scared to death of lions and tigers. And in the shots that you see in there where he's in with the two tigers, the white one and the other one, the white one is blind and the other one is on tranquilizers. It's idiotic to think how he's become famous as the Tiger King when he's so terrified of big cats. Wow, I did not know that. Um, sort of a misleading headline today that I've seen a few places for BTS fans. Okay. So the headline is BTS have announced a series of concerts that they'll stream on YouTube. Oh, great. But it's not that, though. Um, It's a misleading headline. BTS is streaming past concerts on YouTube. Oh. So it's not like... What they would have done on their world tour. No, these are upcoming. concerts from like 2007, 2015. Like oh. they're, not, they're not getting together and doing a show and then streaming it on YouTube. Why not? They got nothing else to do. Be, Wait, know. are they still in the army? Did they go to the army? No, I don't right? Know. Um, but no, but it's not new concerts. Oh. It's old concerts, which presumably fans have already seen anyway. Completely, like Hardcore yeah. fans. Now, as far as other things um, being pushed back, we know there's a ton of movies that had to stop production. Uh, I know that the Batman... They said that they were 25% done with it, so not even close yeah. to, to being finished. Uh, James Gunn, however, was answering fans' questions over the weekend with regards to the follow-up to the, the sort of new Suicide Squad and also the new Guardians of the Galaxy. And oh, his, is he doing Volume 3? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, br- they brought him back. And so he's saying that as it is right now, neither of those dates are affected. And so I immediately start to get excited being like, oh, my God. Okay, we got, you know, Suicide Squad and Guardians yeah. coming soon. But the dates have not been affected yet. But it's not scheduled to come out till August 6, 2021. Oh. So they're already now talking in terms of... Are so, dates for next summer's movies affected? So 2020, we're four months in. Yeah. Right? 2020 is There's a complete nothing, write-off a complete for write-off. everything. Yes. Every, everything. Yes. So what people are planning now for is 2021. Right. And they're wow, already there's already questions about what the things are going to be affected for summer 2021. Wow. Which is crazy. Uh, so Pink was on uh, Ellen, and this was Thursday before the long weekend, and... Um, a lot of people were angry. Pink fell in the same category as a lot of sort of celebs who have been tested and were able to get tests and people get pissed off because they feel that it's money and privilege that puts them to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. And this was Pink's response to that on Ellen. It's very controversial to people that I was able to get my hands on a test. I would say two things to that. You should be angry that I can get a test and you can't. But being angry at me is not going to help anything. It's not going to solve the issue of the fact that you can't get your hands on a test. You should be angry about that. And we should work together to try and change that. And number two, tell me anybody with a six, three-year-old that if they could get their hands on a test, wouldn't take it. And if they say that, I'm calling bull. (laughs) I love pink. It's true, though. Like, not one single person. If you... 
had the ability to get a test yeah. far quicker than what you can right now. I know. That's Why wouldn't the, you? That's the thing. But everything just comes to them so easy. Uh, Tom Hanks, I don't know. Did you catch any of SNL over the weekend? Uh, no. no. I heard about it. I didn't watch any of it. Uh, Did you? No. It's just like no, no, no. snooping in on a Zoom meeting, right? Yeah. Is that but, basically what it was? Yeah. So here's a little bit of Tom Hanks' sort of opening his Where cult. was he? Because this is all like... He was at his house, right? Everyone was just at home. Yeah. Skyping in or Zooming in or whatever. Yes. Why me as host? Well, for one, I have been the celebrity canary in the coal mine for the coronavirus. And ever since being diagnosed, I have been more like America's dad than ever before, since no one wants to be around me very long, and I make people uncomfortable. Now, I was diagnosed back in March down in Australia, but they use Celsius instead of Fahrenheit when they take your temperature. So when they come in and they say, you're 36, which seemed very bad to me, but it turns out 36 is fine. 38 is bad. So basically, it's how Hollywood treats female actors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tom Hanks? Yeah. Did they have like a musical guest or anything? Was it still? No. Did they? Who played, Maury? Who was, was it an that? hour and a half? Like normal? That would be very boring to watch, by the way. What's that? The guy from oh, Chris Martin played. But right, he only right, did, right. Normally, they do two songs. He only yeah. did one song. Right. But he made his, I think it was his garage. He decorated it to look like the way it looks on the SNL set. Like it said, this way to trains. Like he oh, made Grand it look like, like yeah, he got yeah, crafty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Chris Martin. Can, Can you, you go find listen? a clip of that for me? A few. Have all that time in your hands right now. Yeah, Why no, not, I, right? I know. Uh, here, play, we'll play some other stuff from SNL. This was the uh, the clip of um, Alec Baldwin doing uh, Donald Trump talking about Joe Exotic. Hold on, I gotta find it. Yeah, it's a SNL at home weekend update. That's what it's called. Oh, here. When in times like this, we need to come together as one nation because no matter our differences, all Americans can agree on one thing. Carol Baskins definitely fed her husband to those tigers. <laughs> I'm proud to announce Trump Exotic 2020. <laughs> you know, I'd rather they just run a, a, repeat, a repeat. A classic? Yeah. Yeah, I know. SNL from home doesn't work. A lot of shows from home are working. A lot of them Not are looking though. real great and sounding real great. SNL, SNL from home is just not, I don't know. I don't know because so much of it is like, Character based and yeah. what is this? Chris Martin playing? Now there's a wall between us. Something has been lost. I took too much for granted, and I got my signals crossed. Just to think it all began on an uneventful morn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Yeah, see, this sounds great. Yeah, right. That sounds actually better than. Everything else it's from the weird, show. It's weird because you all know what it's like on Zoom now that we've all been Zooming for the last little while. Also, yeah. who knew that Zoom was a thing before all this started? Now, Why didn't I invest in that? What, Maury? Let me just add in. It did say at the beginning some of the stuff was pre-taped. So I don't think Chris Martin was Zoomed in. I think he literally taped it on like yeah. GoPros and stuff and sent sure. it in. Sure. But what I'm saying is that the problem with doing comedy like this on Zoom is that the technology is there, but it's not perfect. And so when everybody starts laughing, you can no longer hear the person who's talking. I know, because you just get echoes of laugh right? from everybody it's, else's computer. Yeah. Like, mute your mic if you're going to laugh. But you know, you have to be able to hear 
hear it. The, the people at home. I know, but I still want to hear the person telling the joke. Then I know, but that's the that's the problem with doing something like that's SNL like over uh, over Zoom. Play it on repeat, <laughs> right? I would just play. I would just play a repeat. Uh, WWE was deemed an essential service in Florida. Oh hell yeah, it was. <laughs> but but for the reasons behind it, make no sense. So sure it does. Wrestling's going to continue. Okay, that's so the only reason you know. Professional sports in Florida are getting the green light to resume production. This is from the governor, who is a huge friend of Donald Trump. Uh, This is being added. So WWE is being added to the same list of services that includes grocery stores, hospitals, banks, and utility companies. Yes. And WWE. I agree. The order was signed on Thursday states that employees at professional sports and media production with a national audience can continue only if the location is closed to the general public. This essential service was added because it is critical to Florida's economy. So. How is it critical to Florida's economy if somebody does something in a building that they own with no tourists or paying customers? How is that crucial to the economy? Because Stone Cold said so? (laughs) No, that is not a good enough reason. On the flip side, uh, the XFL has uh, suspended operations and filed for bankruptcy. Oh, no! They're over to the XFL. They're over. Again, again, the XFL is over. I know. Vince, you got to take a hint, bro. Uh, Yeah. The uh, ESPN, oh, no. the court ruling that sucks. listed assets and liabilities in the range of 10 to $50 million. Ooh. All league employees were paid uh, through April 12th. And then How long late, were they laid off? In existence for it? Like, like a half a season, I guess. Like right? maybe four or five weeks? I don't if know. That? Something like that. But oh, people were really no. digging XFL. Hey, I know. I know. They were really digging it. They, they like the football, man. Uh, June is now wide open after Pixar uh, has delayed the release of... Of Soul. That is their animated feature featuring voices of uh, Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. It was the last big at all theater release that was slated for June. They've now moved it, which means May and June are wide open on the calendar. No new movies being released in May and June. I wonder if they'll just then put it up on uh, Disney Plus. No, they've moved it to November, and then whatever they had scheduled for November is now going to move to the spring. Um, The next theatrical animated movie is uh, Sponge on the Run, which is set to be be released on July 31st. And uh, Mulan is officially moved from when it was supposed to open in March to July 24th. So people are still looking at July as potentials for new movie releases, but again, uh, June is now completely wide open. The pandemic is over. Question, will you go back to shaking hands? No. No. I still don't trust people. No. Absolutely not. Isn't that interesting? eh? A new survey asked people if they plan to go back to shaking hands once the pandemic is over. 43% of people said they will go back to shaking hands. 31 will not. And 26%, which is a realistic number, say they just aren't sure yet. So what are you supposed to do if you make a deal with somebody and you're supposed to shake on it? Yeah, you don't. I don't think people are shaking hands anymore. I really don't. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, there's going to be a long period of awkwardness where it's going to be over, right? And people are going to be like, we're okay. There's no new cases. And somebody's going to reach out to shake your hand and you going to get a lot of people being like no sorry yeah. i'm not shaking anybody's hand okay, but yeah. what about pinky Absolutely. swears no no nothing, no, nothing. no no we're no, we're no touching there's no touching Whatsoever. there will be no no public touching no For, public touching no, yeah i you know no. it's so funny that you bring that up because yesterday i was thinking when was the last time i actually shook somebody's hand yeah and i can't re- like had to have been like january yeah February. like i don't know I think the last hand i shook was my husband's yeah yeah, no, I mean, I shit, yeah, I don't know when the last time I shook somebody's Or maybe somebody was. that, like, that, a guest that we've had come in here, 
Maybe. Your parents. Shook a like hand. you shake your dad's hand. No, I give my dad a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Oh, yeah. No, I shake my dad's hand. I don't know. You shake your dad's hand? <laughs> yeah, like, good to see you. Thanks for dinner. That's super oh, weird. really? Yeah. <laughs> super weird. When was the last time you gave your dad a hug and, like, a kiss? Um, okay, after his heart surgery. And when was the last time before that? Um, I believe my birth, 30th birth, or my 40th birthday the year before. So your 39th birthday? Sorry. 30. Well, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Uh, uh, is there a secret One Direction reunion happening for the 10-year anniversary? <gasps> what? Is it 10 years? Would it be 10? Yeah, the 10th anniversary. Yeah. So the 10th anniversary is supposed to be July 23rd. And page six reports that the band who went on an indefinite hiatus in 2015 are said to be mulling a variety of ideas over for a reunion, either from a TV special or a new song. Uh, one thing that will not happen, though, is a tour because they all got too much going on to give up that kind of time. Um but because of COVID-19, who knows what any of this will look like? Also, will Zane be a part of it if this does happen? That's really the big question. I say no. Yeah. And he'll say, I have other commitments. Right. My time won't allow me to get together at the time that these guys are getting together. Yeah. I'm going to say no. What does it mean when all the other guys in One Direction follow Zane on Twitter, but Zane doesn't follow any of the other guys? <laughs> It means he don't like you, bro. Yeah, that's a sign, right? That oh, has to be a sign. big time. That's a sign. Yeah. That's intentional. Yeah, that's not good. Come on. Uh, Ontario Premier Doug Ford making a big announcement yesterday regarding when all you kids are going back to school. So school will not be going back on May the 4th. And uh, the minister will be having, uh, uh, we'll be talking further on this uh, in the next couple of days. But just to confirm, uh, students will not be going back on May the 4th. That does not mean the, the year is cancelled. Uh, Minister of Education will be out over the next couple of days. So yeah, so no, so school is not going back. On May, the 4th May the 4th be with you. But he did say that that does not mean that the year is cancelled. Nope. It just means that you are not going back on May the 4th. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. MV, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, welcome to the Razamoka Show podcast. Thank you. Thank you. What is your question for Ask Razamoka? Okay. So my question is, what do you think is your most noticeable feature? So in other words, what do you think people notice about you first when you enter a room? Hmm. Like physically, what do people notice about you first? Okay. So for me, I'd have to say it's my hair. Mm -hmm. So I have very long, thick and wavy hair, which on the surface doesn't sound all that interesting. But at the same time, I'm also like a short Filipino girl. Okay. So you got super long like, wavy hair. Yeah. So like my hair is like the complete opposite texture of what like most Filipino girls have. Just like straight black. Exactly. And like a lot like thinner. So yeah, I tend to get like a lot of compliments from other girls. Or but do you I do that? Ask, in, like, is your hair naturally like that, or is it naturally like straight up black, straight straight black, and then you do this to make it wavy? No, my hair is just naturally oh, okay. wavy. Yeah, so, like, I've been asked if I wear, like, hair extensions and, or I've been asked if I've been mixed before oh, because wow, of really? my wavy hair. <laughs> yeah, so, for me, it's easily, it's my hair. I will say, like, I'll say this. The first thing I would say people notice about me when I walk into a room yeah. is that I'm most likely going to be taller than everybody else in that room. True. Right? Like that would a, be my guess for you, yeah. Yeah, like, that's just my whole life is that you just walk in and I'm just so much, that much taller than than everybody else um and then everything else after that is just gravy right like it's just oh, nice gravy yeah you know 
I would say for me, people are shocked to know or to see that I'm like pretty much the same height as Roz. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone just like always assumes that I'm shorter. But yeah. then they're like, oh, wow, you and Roz are like twinsies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Dan Mori? Um, I would say that it's the fact that I'm super short. I would say, you know, that I, you know, my nose is quite large. <laughs> but do you think that when you walk into a room, people go, oh, jeez, look at that guy's nose. Well, like, 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 it's I the first thing that enters the room. No, I know, but I don't <laughs> think you Yeah, your nose, your nose like, is look normal, Look at that though. nose, who's attached to I it? I don't know. I would say the last maybe year and a half, it's your belly that comes in first. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's so true. Right? That's real true. Yeah. yeah. You know what's so funny is that in the past year and a half, it's the belly. Yeah. But he's been working out like crazy for like two and a half years. I know, but it's no. a waste because during this this whole quarantining stuff, I've got my quarantine thirty. Yeah. You're you're. It's so funny because normally you would think that it would be your foot that would walk in first, but no, it's your belly or your nose. <laughs> yeah. And it alternates between the it alternates between the two. But do you think that people look at you and go, "Oh my God, that guy's got a big nose"? Because I don't think that your nose is that like. Yeah, I think you have a normal okay. size nose. Honestly, I do get a lot of compliments on my eyes. On your eyes, people. So, I often get told, "Wow, you have really nice eyes." So if somebody is to acknowledge or make note of a feature of yours when they first meet you that maybe they weren't expecting you think that it's going to be they're going to say that you have pretty eyes yes yeah although i've been also told wow you're short right yeah yeah so there's that <laughs> so there's that mocha you what what uh, what I, do you think that people notice first about you oh you have nice shoes i don't that's that's know. not a physical feature though. <laughs> I mean, maybe that i have thick bushy eyebrows oh maybe yeah maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i, I think never tried to it. correct that what do you mean correct it? Like tweeze them or explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say also how dense your beard is. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's dense and thick. Like black. Yeah, but jet it's perfect black. because your hair all grows in one beautiful direction. Mine uh -huh. doesn't. Mine, this part of my beard here grows this way up. Yeah. This part of my beard grows this way. So my whole beard wants to swoop oh, off to one side like I'm blowing in the wind. Uh, the the one thing though. When I tried to grow my beard out, it got like super, super curly. Yeah. The, the ends of the, the hair was getting curly and wavy. Right. And I didn't like that. Uh, and I didn't want to go through like having it grow out even more to the thickness that I really wanted because it just looked odd. Yes. Did wavy. you use hair so, straightener? So I just, no. So I just like trim it down to this length now yeah. that I have it at. This is the length that I like. Well, I wondered if you just put in some hair straightener, would it take the curls out? I don't know. Use a flat iron. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you have on the phone? Do you have anything yeah. that you wish you had? Like, do you you know what it's like when you see somebody else walk into a room where people notice like a particular thing about them that you maybe don't have? Have you ever wanted to change your identif identifiable feature? Well, if I had to pick something, probably because I'm short, I would wish that I was taller. Yeah. How tall? How tall are uh, you? How tall are you? Well, I'm like. I'm 5'3". Okay. How tall would you like to be? Hmm. I think like 5'6", at least. But that's not even for tall, though. But that's not even... But, like you, but, but somebody, I know, but somebody who's 5'6", you're still going to be known for your hair then, right? Like, oh, okay, like, like so. you get, you got to change the thing that people would notice about you. So, like, if you said height and you were like, I want to be 5'11", 6'1", in heels, then you'd be like, okay, forget about the hair. You're going to walk into a room. People are going to be like, oh, my God, that woman's giant. So if you could change your sort of, like, first impression feature, what would you change it to? Oh, hmm. That's a hard question. No, I definitely say 
if the one thing that I can definitely say that my life that I wish was, I wish I was taller. Mm-hmm. And that way, at least I could be, I always said, like, if I was super tall, then I would just focus on being great at being tall. Like killing in basketball. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or being like a sick volley player, volleyball player. Like that would be like my goal. If I was that tall that like people would turn heads when I entered the room, I would just focus on being great at being tall. Right. So like so you're talking like 5'10 then, right? 5'10, 5'11? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I wish not. I had thinner legs. You wish you had thinner legs. Yeah, because then, then you can fit no, into no. skinny jeans. No, but we're not talking about changing something on your body that you don't like, Maury. So you said your eyes, right? Yeah. If you could change your first impression feature to another first impression feature. So we're talking that it would this new thing would now be the thing that people notice first about you when you come in. What would that be? Oh, my height. Your height. Guaranteed my How height. tall would you like to be? Because I'm convinced if I was taller, I'd be thinner. Just based on math. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Because you'd weigh the same, it would just be distributed. Well, that, no, you're not talking about being taller. You're talking about getting stretched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference. Would you change anything, Mocha? Like uh, to another, like, sort of identifiable feature? Oh, you, I try to get all attention away from my eyebrows for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, anything so, else. So if you could, but if you could, if you could sort of say, I would like this now to be the first thing people notice about me. Maybe my smile. Your smile? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my smile. But you already have a great smile, though. No, I know, but like instead of people being like, "Oh man, look at that guy's eyebrows," well, like, "Oh geez. man, look at that guy walking in here. He's so happy. Look at that big ass smile." No, like you wouldn't want to put on like forty pounds of muscle, where you just like you were oh, always like absolutely like huge busting arms. out of a shirt. Bro, huge I'd arms. I walk into a room and someone like looks over and is like, "Yo, look at that guy." His arms are swole. Yeah. See, I have that when I worked out in the summer, where I wear a t-shirt or something. My arms were big. Big. No, they weren't. Because my at home, my my husband would be like, "Oh wow, where have you been hiding those all winter?" Oh, yeah, God okay. bless your husband. He plays. Sometimes Matthew plays the role. Sometimes Matthew plays the role so perfectly. Like every now and then, you know what I mean. Matthew just busts out a, "Oh yeah. my God, where have you been hiding those?" And then he's good for a year, right? <laughs> yeah. Like he knows. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he hasn't said that at all in 2020, no, right? Matthew, no. Matthew's really Matthew's really great at the job oh, of husband. I was lying on the couch a certain way or whatever and I was leaning to the side and he pulled my shirt down for me to cover my belly. Oh, because your belly hangs weird when you lie on your side? That's embarrassing, I know. Hey, MV, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Oh, thanks. I'm so happy. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, so I have to say that I love you both. Um, But even though I feel like I relate to Roz the most because they're both kind of grumpy people, (laughs) my favorite... <laughs> My favorite has to be Mocha because I feel like his sense of humor and laugh can always bring me out of my grumpy place. So hey. I would have to say Mocha my favorite. Also, because I know enough Filipinos. <laughs> I think that's part of it too. Yeah, it's, it's not because you, it's, it's not because you both have giant eyebrows and thick beards. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no beard. No beard. Hi, uh, Have a great day. Thank you too. Uh, okay. Uh, Anna Tropea fifty five says, if you lived with Maury, what are three rules you would have for him? Also, they can't be any of the rules that Matthew already has for okay, him. Okay. Rule one: Don't come home. rules two and three refer back to rule one (laughs) yeah now okay hold Uh on here so if i could just knowing what i know about maury because i've never lived with maury i've only ever worked with maury Uh so they would have to be rules that would apply to things that i've had sort of have experience in right um i would say rules for maury no 
I'm trying to think whether I would have a no talking rule when I first get home or I would end the night. Like I'm like where we, we could talk between, say, six and eight, but then no talking between eight and 11. I'd rather get the talking out of the way. Right when I get home. Thank you. Okay, no talking. Be- no, no talking between um, between eight and uh, eight and eleven. And my second rule would be is that you are going to learn and learn to do them very well. All the things that you claim that you cannot do: load the dishwasher, all that stuff. You're going to oh, learn. Do you, the you are going to do the laundry. You're going to learn oh. to do that, and you're going to learn it well. I do know how to do. No, that. no, 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 no. You're going to learn to do it well. Oh, okay. As opposed to, as opposed, to, as opposed to. Just there will be no. <laughs> there will be no you faking it, not being able to do something well. Fair. Because I will stand there with you until you figure out how to do See, it I well. Thought, I thought, the and rule, then you will be able to do that. I thought you would give a rule like you'll eat what I put in front of you and like it. No, because I don't know. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, rule number two. We never eat together because the sight and sound of you eating something really turns my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so separate t- separate meal times. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> Shifts. Yeah, separate meal times. And then you eat your meal. I'll get you one of those old TV trays. You just keep that beside the toilet. And you go <laughs> and you go you go and sit yeah. in the back. You go sit in the bathroom and have your supper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I would say, I would say, yes. So you have to eat on the toilet. (laughs) No talking after eight. And then you have to load the dishwasher. I would say for me, one of my rules would be that, Maury, you are not under any circumstance whatsoever allowed to use my computer. Just knowing (laughs) that what you do with your own home computer. Fair, but I still get a computer. Do whatever you want with your own computer. You need to Fine. get your okay. own computer. Okay. But you're not allowed whatsoever to touch my computer. No problem. Not allowed to touch my laptop. Not allowed to touch... If I have an iPad in the house, you're not allowed to touch that either. No problem. All right? Your own device. Okay. What else would I have for Maury? You know what I would do? Mm. Is I would say that <clears throat> at the end of the day, we're going to go through your internet history. <laughs> oh, like what did you learn? But, no, no. But I'm also going to look at your logged time online. And if you're if you start deleting things out of your internet history and the times don't match up for how long you've been on, then we have problems. <laughs> I would also another rule, knowing how bad Maury is with money. Yeah. I would also oh, need right. I would also need like a full recap or uh, full documentation of all of his banking, all of yes. his credit card but, statements. But everything. we're not married. Doesn't matter. Like as long as I pay you or who uh, pay the rent or whatever on time, we're good, right? Because, like, we're sleeping in separate beds, no? <laughs> Even if we were married, Mary. <laughs> Rule number three, separate beds. <laughs> We'd be sleeping in separate beds. Even if I was yeah. your husband. Wait, aren't you basically doing that now? Matthew's in the bed, you're on the couch? Maury, if you and I got married, <laughs> if you and I got married, twin beds would be on the wedding register. <laughs> like Bert and Ernie. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, Marissa. Hey, Shem. Yeah. You have a second? Marissa has a question. Marissa wants to know if Shem is single. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, I am single. Ah. Very much so. Really? Very much so. Do you so. want me to put you in touch with Marissa? Sure, man. Give me them digits. When was the last time you weren't single? Um, Probably like six months ago. So I got divorced actually back in 2018 mm-hmm. after being married for four years. Right. Um, we're still good friends, which is really cool. Yeah. And um and yeah, and then I waited a year and then I started dating somebody and that lasted for oh, about a year, about nine months to yeah. a year. 
and now I'm single. This I, I'm single for the first time, like really single for the first time. I swear in like 13, 14 years. How and it's are you weird. Not every, wow. every night, well, I guess you can't, but like, are you not like online, partying? No, like, dating apps scare me. Because to me, like the single life, like live it up. Yeah, well, I'm not Listen to more. more. You, shouldn't <laughs> be that, you shouldn't be that horny to be single, man. <laughs> like it's really weird. I have a question for you. Yeah. Is, wait, wait, live it up like how you live it up on Grindr yeah. and stuff? Is being a divorcee, um, does that scare women away or does it draw them in? Um, I think at this age, because I'm 32 years old, I think at this age it shows people that I can be committed. You know what I mean? I so, thought you were 25. Oh, well, black don't crack, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, no, I, uh, I, I dating apps scare me. They really do. I'm, I'm like, paranoid. I've had somebody uh, put my pictures up on Tinder, even though I wasn't, even though I don't have a Tinder you, account. You don't have an account. I don't have an all, account, yeah. so that was a little bit uh, weird. Do you, so, find, yeah. do you find people, it's, it's hard a bit difficult for them to process the fact that you have been married and divorced? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because I, I think, I think to Maury's point, I think people still think, wow, 33 is, is still is still pretty young. And it yeah. is, I don't young. know if I could, I mean, no offense, I, I, I would be worried about being with somebody who was married because then you know that they've experienced everything already. It's not their first wedding. Right? I haven't experienced everything, though. Not really. Yeah. You know, I mean, I experienced one relationship and it was great and it was great for the time that I had it. Um, but you've experienced a wedding. You know what the the excitement and you know what that's all about. Yeah, but right? everything, but everything is different. Right? Different. different. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother Catherine that I was married. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and and I think that. How old were you when you got divorced, Sham? I was. So this is 2018. So I was about 30 years old. 30. I was yeah. probably. Sorry, I shouldn't say this because I. My marriage ended when I was around. I guess around that time, I was 31, maybe 32. But I didn't get divorced for years and years and years later, mm. right? It was a long time before we gifts? before we actually got divorced. We didn't we we had no sort of wedding gifts. It was a super small wedding. That like, we, but in general, do you have to give all that back? No, because there was no gifts. Wow. Like there was no there was no. I, I mean, in general, like if the you know the normal, I guess you if. But like what? So how long were you married for? Uh, four years. Four years. Yeah. Okay, so was I. Fine. So was I. I was married. I was married for four you don't years. Give as anything well. back after four years? Yeah, no. three, maybe three years. I don't even remember how long I was married for. To be honest with you, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I have no. But I always found that when I was younger, like when I was around your age, people were like, "Hold on a second here. You've been married and and divorced, and now you're like starting." And I used to have just referred to it as like a starter marriage, right? Like that yeah. was that's the only way that people could understand it, even though it wasn't a starter marriage, meaning I wasn't now looking to go and find you know wife number two. That was really the only way that a lot of people could understand because just the idea, because everybody was then starting later, right? Like you now at 33, I'm sure are finding your friends or people that you know are like just now sort of starting to settle down and maybe proposing and getting married where you did that like years ago, yeah. four years married, divorced, and you know, here you are. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it's a weird thing to try and settle into that world when you're that age. Yeah. And, and you know, it's something that I, I look back on it and I say, I'm I'm better for it. I'm better for that marriage. I'm better for that experience. Yeah. I know what I want for sure. And I know what uh, I'm willing to tolerate in certain relationships and what I'm not. And, and it's it's good. It's it's not a, it's not a bad feeling. Do you, boot, do you booty call at all or no? 
Like, I'm going to snitch on myself. I don't understand why you wouldn't just be like, hell yeah. No, because I because you don't like, because you're not on the typical dating app. So I'm wondering, like, how difficult is it when you're not on Tinder or you're not on any of the other apps? How difficult is it to just hook up? Because obviously you're a young guy and you do you still want to hook up. Yeah, absolutely. But it has, to be, yeah. it has to be different, though. Like It is. Well, you know, a lot of my hookups tend to be with people that I already know, uh, right? And people that I already oh, have some that, sort of what is your like if you were on tinder what would be your sort of your like bio line see i don't know i i i mean if you're offering please don't because i don't think i'd want you to ever come up with my bio what would your yeah. bio line be maury or what He's is your bio line go ahead and read it <laughs> <laughs> what's your bio line on grinder no, I'm not on Grinder. You remember that time when I walked in? When we yeah. used to have offices in this building and I walked oh, into Maury's yeah. office and caught him on Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> look at the look in Maury's face right now. He's like, please, you're telling the story again. <laughs> like, just don't tell him. You told it once already. Just stop. But like, I want to correct him and say it was story. Tinder, not Grinder, but that doesn't make anything better. No. Oh, so it was Tinder? <laughs> wow. No, it was for research. Like, I, we were doing something. I never asked ads? you to do that. <laughs> I never said, hey, Moore, can you spend the afternoon in your office scrolling through hot guys on Grindr for me? And then come back and, and, and build a and build a skit about it. Like, nobody ever asked you to do that. Yeah, also, where's that skit? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, all that research turned into nothing. So right. to answer Marissa's question, Shem is single. Shem is single. Now, single and um, looking or single and not? That's a great question. Uh, I'm single and whatever happens, happens. Correct. That's oh. the best way to put it. I'm not I'm not actively searching for a wife, wife number two. I'm just, uh, I'm experiencing. Yeah. Your line could be coming. Take the final rose. That is. Yeah, don't, that don't do that. Never work. Um, Again, yeah. no now, bad do, ideas do you, and brainstorming. You, that's not true. it's not not true uh now uh when it comes to do you have a particular type as far as personality wise as far as what what like would you okay would you date a a vegan oh yeah that's okay no no problem yeah as long but as long as that vegan is not judgmental and is not saying well you can't eat meat you can't do this right you know what i mean that's important (laughs) That was Maury that said that. That was not me. Uh, good. Okay. So, uh, Shem, how do people get a hold of you? Well, at Shem on good old IG, S-H-E-M. Same thing on Twitter. And there you're you verified. And I am verified. Yes, there absolutely. There you go. Okay. Looking forward to that. Well, thank you, Shem. And thank no, you, and, and, now, and now after we talked about this, no secrets, right? No. Like, you got to come back on and then we'll, we'll get Tinder an update. Tales. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tinder tales. Thanks, guys. All right. So. The first is a uh, compliment for you, Roz, uh-huh. from Cher, that says, how are Roz's feet so effing sexy? Oh, yes, my feet are beautiful. And then Pamela followed up with, Roz, what's the story with the painted toenails? Oh. Okay. If you so want to just go, remind everybody. Can we go back because to Cher? Do you moisturize? My feet? Yeah. No. Really? It's with naturally what? that smooth? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, every now and then my, take, my kid takes the grinder to my foot because she grinder? likes it. We have this spinny sort of thing. It's oh, electric. It's to go on your heels? And she rubs it all, and then the, the dry skin just flies off my feet like it's snow. Ugh, and gross. yeah, and she loves doing, she's oh. very much into that. She'll do that for a while. Uh, but no, other than that, I really don't do, I have no program for my feet other than just clipping my toenails, which I do not go and get pedicures. I do all the work myself. 
um, and uh, painting my toenails. But what's the, the, the history behind the painted toenails? Like, is it an homage to somebody or something? An homage to somebody. Like, are you paying tribute? <laughs> no, I used to wear, like, I, I came from a time where I used to wear, like, a ton of makeup. And I used to wear, all my nails were painted and all this stuff. And then eventually, when you st- sort of start to get older, you do away with all of those things. You have to go and take part in society so you can When you realize you're straight. Yeah. No, no, no. Because it had nothing to do with being gay. Like, mm-hmm. it was not a, it wasn't a gay thing. It was, it was just, it was, it was aesthetics of the time. And that stuff, like, was seen as, like, that sort of look of a guy, depending on what world you were in, it's, it was the farthest thing from looking gay. It would look super straight, like, when you had, like, a ton of makeup on and everything else, because that was an aesthetic that women found to be very attractive. Wow. And so I lived in sort of that world, that very glammed up world of shiny clothes, lots of makeup and everything else. Uh, and then eventually you have to join society. And so all of that stuff started going away. But the one thing that I never had to stop doing was I never had to stop painting my toenails. And over the years, the Globe and Mail did an article on me because I painted my toenails, Mm -hmm. right, (laughs) years ago. Um, There was a company that was a nail polish provider for um, they tried to launch this men's line called Man Glaze. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then they Brilliant. found they found me. They, yeah? were based, they were based in the States. I think it was like a New York company or a San Francisco company. They found me and wanted me to be their spokesperson. And? And I never did it. Oh. Um, but then they just started sending me all this product. And But yeah, so like the, the history of like my toes was once it got out and and it was a very unusual thing now nobody gives a sh- whatever anybody does right it's <laughs> yeah. just people don't people just don't care anymore but it was a very big deal like it was a very big deal and i never understood why it was a very big deal but no so the the story of my my toes my toes have been painted in one way shape or form since about 1987 Damn. But do you change the it's color based on holiday? Like if it's Easter, yeah. you do a certain color or Christmas, I, you go red? The, the, the only thing I never do is I never go black. Because you never come back? Right. Yeah. No, I never, because I think that, I think black is what everybody else, black is what like dudes did, right? Yeah. Like they're just, oh yeah, I'm going to paint my nails black like that. So I've never done black. I like the sort of pastel China glaze colors, like it looks like Easter eggs, like really sort of pretty, Neon. pretty blues and oranges. But you don't do theme for like reds. the holidays. Uh, yeah, I've like done red and I, green for Christmas. No, I've done like I've done red on Canada Day. We did, we we Aww. all did, we all did red <laughs> and cool. and yeah, no, because I usually like to match my toes with Catherine's toes. So it's normally whatever sort of Catherine has going on. I'll uh, I'll adjust mine to, so to to do that. Yeah. B asks, have you ever walked out on a movie or what's a movie that you started but didn't want to finish? I walked out on only one movie my entire Which life. Midsummer, I couldn't do it. Oh, that movie! I with, couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know who's, who's in that? Okay, so uh, Florence Pugh is in it. I don't even know who that she is. She is the one of the. She's super talented. She's really talented. Uh, she was in the new version of Little Women. Okay. She is in. Okay, she's the blonde in Black Widow. Oh. That you may not know who she is. That's Florence Pugh. Florence. When you look. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay. re- she's really great. So yeah. Midsummer movie about um, uh, like a cult. Like a Scandinavian sort of cult 
where it's not, it's crazy, man. Don't watch Midsummer if you're eating or if you've just eaten or if it's the morning oh, really? or if you're with somebody. It's just awful. Like, oh, wow. it's just, I couldn't it's just do it. so far. I don't know if I've ever there. walked out on a movie. We've, uh, Jenna and I went to a play that came to Toronto and we walked out during intermission because we, it was say so. Which one? boring yeah it was sure i think it was sherlock holmes with david arquette oh yeah <laughs> oh, from like a few years ago we had him yeah. on the show for that yeah. yeah and uh and and we it went was awful it was so, dude yeah. like from the <laughs> was time it terrible was yeah, it yeah from the yeah. time it started it was so bad really that we could not wait to get out of there and yeah. then as soon as intermission hit we dipped yeah and went and got pizza it was so bad but the thing is we weren't the only ones that left there were like a bunch of people that That's left so that just thought it was terrible. David Arquette is like hardcore into wrestling now. Is he really? Yeah. Like he's doing, like David Arquette, he's almost 50 or uh -huh. he has to be, maybe he even is 50, but he's doing like smash light bulb tubes over your back and hit you in the face with barbed really? wire kind of wrestling. He's that God. serious? Yeah. Like he almost mm. died in the ring. Somebody what? hit him with something in the neck and it sliced his like artery open, really, or whatever it was. And he I was just like sitting there, big time into wrestling. Didn't he win? Shem, WCW. He won the championship belt for WCW back in the day, right? Yeah. 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 But he still gave him the freaking title. But he's still wrestling. There was <laughs> wow, a, a huge article that. that I was reading uh, last week about him. But he's like, and it's this is like the backyard sort of, but only in with in front of a crowd. Like that no holds barred, super vicious kind of wrestling that he's yeah. doing. It's crazy. He's got children. And the thing is, with that play, like I it wasn't David Arquette. Like he's I like David Arquette. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like him as a person. I don't mind him as an actor. It's just <laughs> something about that. Play. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Something he's not about a great actor. Was like was he in Scream? Really yeah. That's the guy from Scream. Yeah, he was Dewey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, no, David Arquette's not the best actor. No, right? he's all right. right. Like, he's I don't fine. have anything against him. It's yeah. just that play was yeah, so no, no, no. bad. Have I walked out on stuff? I've walked out on a bunch of stuff. Countless, countless movies. I've Can you remember out. anything? No. just Anything I, recent? Um, anything recent? Yeah, there was one that was recent. Hold on here. I'll, I'll just give me... I'm trying to think of where I was when I saw it. There's like a bunch of stuff that we've started on Netflix that we just haven't gotten around to yeah. finishing. Yeah, jeez, right? I know. It's so hard, though. There's that one, uh, I think it's called The Laundromat with um, Meryl Streep. <gasps> I love that. It was a great movie. Oh, it's the, No, the ending was fantastic. I, but we didn't get to the end of the movie. Like, oh, we watched like it half is, of it. It is so bad. Yeah, Don't even ending. bother. Come on, the, the ending. ending is the worst. Oh, is it really? End, no. Oh, the, it's stupid. Like the it movies, blows your mind, the ending, how they it, film it. It does oh. not blow your mind, Maury. No, don't watch it. Not worth oh. your time. You know a movie I still haven't finished? What's that? I only watched 45 minutes of it. What? It's The Irishman. <gasps> That was so good. And yeah. I was like so excited Don't about watch that it. Movie. You're never going to finish that either. Uh, you know, a lot of movies, it's interesting that people have loved. I get to a point with them where I'm like, okay, I'm done. I've seen enough, which is a lot of the Coen Brothers movies. Oh, okay. You know, I like, I mean, I've, I love Fargo and I'll watch Fargo all the way through. But like a lot of the other sort of Coen Brothers movies, I like the first three quarters of it. And then they all fall apart. What are some of the other ones? Like, um, like Big Lebowski. 
Oh, no thanks. Right? I'm okay with the beginning. It's kind of fun, everything else. Ah, oh, these crazy guys and they bowl and everything else. And then it just gets to the point of where I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing with, um, uh, like, There Will Be Blood, movies like that, like mm-hmm. P.T. Anderson's movies, like that kind of thing. I'll never finish. I'll never, I've started watching it. I'll never finish it. Um, a lot of Scorsese movies, I get to a point where I'm just like, oh, God, enough already, yeah. where I kind of want to turn it off. super long, though, right? Yeah, but but I would say Coen Brothers movies, I um, uh, No Country for Old Men, I really loved where that movie was going, and then I just shut it off. Yeah. Because I was like, this is just dumb. And you said yours already, right? Midsummer. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. Every week on Instagram, you'll see at Kiss925. That's where we get your questions. Uh, ask Razamoka, ask your question. We'll answer as many as we can and get one of you to ask your question uh, to start off the segment. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925. Kiss925.com. Or download the Kiss925 app.